You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. From the hit podcast Mind of the Meanie comes the brand new Mind of the Meanie action figures by Chella Toys. A two-pack featuring former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie, and his Mind of the Meanie co-host Josh Chernoff with removable microphone. These figures feature three points of articulation and incredible likenesses. These retro-style figures can be purchased outside the U.S. at ChellaToys.net and inside the U.S. over at MindoftheMeanie.com. With only 1,000 made, this collectible two-pack won't be around for long, so pre-order now. The Mind of the Meanie action figures by Chella Toys. Order now. Welcome, everybody, to the Mind. The Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE and ECW star, The Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the mind of The Meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is <laughs> The Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Hey man, you know what? It doesn't matter how I feel during the day when that theme kicks in. A little boost of energy, you know. Just, uh, nice. Thank you to Joey Campbell for such a great theme. Yeah, uh, it, it was a happy accident. I discovered on my uh, one of my many days at Al Snow's wrestling gym, and he sent me that tape, and I found that song. And here we are, all these years later, over twenty something years later, and I'm still. Every time I hear that song, I still get the same excitement, you know. As for when I first heard it, I was like, I first heard it, I was like, man, that's a fucking wrestling song. You play I, it, it was, I still I still get fucking amped up, you know? It, it was cool. always one of my favorites. No joke. Oh, it you. was absolutely always one of my favorite themes. And so the fact that I get to now, like, announce over it uh, is really cool. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, we, we're, we'll kick things off right now with our, our Patreon members are asking questions here. Uh, hey, how's the Patreon doing? Is it growing like it should? Uh, we haven't heard in a while. Jonathan Chambers, that, that was from Devin Miller. Da- Jonathan Chambers, I was wondering that too, to be honest. Uh, well, uh, it's going great. The mere fact that you're here asking the question uh, yeah. kind of shows. No, it's great. Um, Look, I, I appreciate everybody who listens every Monday. You know, for free. Uh, hey, that that's cool. But the folks who lay down their money and join us every week live, uh, that's dedication. And uh, it's not, it has not gone unnoticed. No. That, it, you know, it. I when I make decisions or when we make decisions on the show, it's uh, with uh, the folks, you know, our Patreons in mind, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, 
every time, I don't know if this is just a lack of ego or whatever, but I am yeah. shocked. Just the other day, we got uh, I got the notification, and uh, it was actually fantastic because what was the guy? I'm trying to remember. So we, we got an, another new uh, Patreon member, and it was just a couple of days ago. I'm going to look it up to see. But I got the notification. The notification tells me, oh, the notification kind of cut it off. Their name and 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 welcome to the group. Uh, low quality music productions. That's what it says. That's the, who who joined uh, Pod Squad Gold, a new gold member. Um, awesome. And but it pops up uh, like Patreon. Like I just get a notification. I skim it real briefly. And it's like Patreon low quality music, and I'm like, so I'm like, of course, I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on with our Patreon? Like, what is what is this notification? Because I'm just seeing low quality. Like I thought they were sending me a notification of like, hey, something's not right on your Patreon. There's some sort of an issue. Uh, turns yeah. out it's a it's a a dude joining the uh, or dudette. Who knows? Uh, joining uh, Pod Squad Gold, so we appreciate that. But no, um, thank it's, you so uh, much. Going really well. James Sorensen says I need to upgrade more. Uh, James, you're, you're, I, I have some bad news for you, uh, and I guess I for us, you're, you're at the top. You, you are the, you are Mount Everest. Yeah. You uh, know what though, Meanie? I think it's only fair, James. Can we open up like a thousand dollar a month? <laughs> You know, Sorensen level. I think it's, I don't want the poor guys just sitting there not feeling like he can support us enough, you know? No, James, James has been, he is our, I feel our gu- look, I feel guilty enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Every time I'm a shitty I salesman. see that, that James has paid for another month, I feel like we're stealing from him. Um, I should but, be wearing uh, a fucking burg. I feel like I should be wearing a burglar mask right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in fairness, I'm pretty sure you made a career wearing like the Hamburglar. Mask. Pretty much. So, um, uh, but yeah, no, uh, Patreon is doing great, and we're we're we couldn't be happier. And um, honestly, it's doing so well that I think sometimes we forget to plug it. So, yeah, <laughs> join us at Patreon.com/slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, we're having a blast over there. We're going to be doing a Zoom call uh, this Sunday. As you're hearing yeah. it. This not not as the Patreon members are watching. It's not tomorrow, uh, but for those of you who are hearing or watching this on Monday, we will be doing a Zoom call on Sunday, the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth? No. Oh wait, we're doing it this Sunday. We're doing it tomorrow, right? Oh crap, <laughs> man! I'm all over the place. Always on time. So, yes. Okay. So sorry if you're listening to this on Monday. You missed out. We had a great Zoom call last night. Um, as but, always. Uh, Yes. Oh, there's so much fun. And so if much you have joined us on our Zoom calls for That Was Extreme over on ad-free shows, um, I know Gertner's not there with us on this one, but we that's the type of fun we are having over on the Zoom calls. We're just having a blast. We're hanging out with friends. Like, that's it. Basically, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe, speaking of friends, maybe I'll even see if any of the, uh, the Talking With Friends people want to pop into a Zoom call. Why not? Let's see. We're, you guys are doing great stuff over there. We're talking with friends. I keep wanting well, to man. tell you that. It's uh, Thank it's you. fun. It, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, what's that movie? Um, Stand by me, where the the kids go. <laughs> they, well, They're kind of like telling a, the old story of like. Yeah, but it's uh, like a, a group a group of friends who grew up together. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Richard Dreyfus is uh, narrating it, mm-hmm. and uh, no, but it just reminds me, of, like I always long for like stories like that, you know, yeah. when they flash back to a childhood, and then you guys, I mean, you guys know each other for a while, and to hear those stories is pretty cool. It's pretty Thank cool. You. It's it's fun. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's fun. It's kind of fascinating to us, you know, when I let it, when I let them know what our viewership is, and I let them know what our audio downloads um which are even which are way more than the viewership even uh which we really appreciate but i will say one of the things you're missing by listening just to the audio um so matt mangle showed up at my house with like a bunch of tapes uh for me to upload like he had like when we we had a show that ran for like a few weeks on channel 48 we had like back in the day we like I would have the videos and I would make a copy of them on a VHS for him. And he had them all still. And yeah. I've got the, like the little tapes, I got the mini DV that I'm like trying to figure out how to hook it up to <laughs> upload these, but I've been uploading all this footage. So we've been able to, for the second and third episodes, there's been footage uh, like in, in the video, like when we're talking about something, it'll like, for instance, we talked about, um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Mark Mest was kind yeah. of the topic uh, of, of episode three called It Was the Mest of Times. <laughs> and, you know, the cool thing is we're able to really paint that picture by showing you video footage of Mark Mest at these shows. And and that's like, the, you know, like I referenced at one point, like I got a haircut and kind of got back in shape and whatever. And I was able to show a quick a quick video clip of me from the event that I'm talking about. And I think that it's one thing for us to be able to tell the stories and it's fascinating that people find it interesting, but I love the fact that we have these little video clips that can go in so that you don't have to use your imagination and picture me at 19 years old. You know, you can like, there it is. Uh, You don't have to picture these random people we're talking about. We talked about one guy who then ended up no showing one of the shows or whatever. And you don't have to, nobody knows who he is. He was a no name guy, even more so right. than I was a no name guy and no one knows who he is, but there's the picture of him. So you can, or the video yeah. of him. So you can see it. And <laughs> for me, I'm a visual person. So I like that. I like, you know, to be able to put a face to the name and, and stuff like that. So, but we're having a blast with it. And I, I really appreciate the support. And I know the guys do too. Cause it, it really came out of the fact that we were getting together on Zoom calls and like reminiscing about stuff, like just to pass the the apocalypse, you know. Um, <laughs> That's kind of like, like how this this show started, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. we start doing stuff like this to, hey, it's the apocalypse. We better get this fucking show yeah. underway, you know. Yeah, and so I mean, it's it's uh it's just cool to get the support on that. But yeah, maybe I'll see if any of them can can stop by. Um, that'd be great. Uh, uh, hey, Sorensen asked, this is a fun one I want to talk to you about. Uh, he, he asked what we thought of the Jericho uh, Jericho on Austin's uh, Broken Skull sessions. Have you had a chance to watch it yet? I watched it. I really enjoyed it. I am uh, yeah. three quarters of the way through because I made the mistake of turning it on with my wife there. And she, I mean, she loves Jericho and all. And, and she, uh, you know, and she watched wrestling back in the day. So anything that's always kind of like... Yeah. You know, that time period. Um, so now it's kind of been like, I'll be watching a little bit and she'll be like, all right, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Do you mind if we watch this tomorrow? And so it's been like these little intervals and I can't watch it on my own, but. But uh, that's but cool. Great. 
That's what you, you got. You guys have something to uh, share and watch. Yeah. Uh, me and Mrs. Meany watched it together too. And uh, like I'm like you, I'm I'm like a completist. I have to watch things all the way through. Yeah. Like this, like this morning we were up to four a.m. because we decided, hey, let's watch that new uh, art heist documentary on Netflix. Oh wow! And it's a four parter, and we watched two. I was like, did we watch the first two and then save the next two for today? And there I was like, man, it's it's only two a.m. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like, we, I mean, that's crazy, you know? man. That's why, like, binging things can be dangerous. Like, I remember the first because back in the day, I used to binge. Like, I remember I uh, one I I had watched ER when it had first like come out, mm-hmm. and then didn't watch it for years and years. And then it was like, I don't know. I, I guess I saw like a commercial for. It. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, but I kind of want to like start from the beginning. So I went back and got all the DVDs. Of and course. Man, I mean, back then, what did I have to do? I, I basically, I would like come home from work and I would like make myself dinner and just go upstairs to my bed because I was in my own place, you know? Go upstairs and I'd sit in my bed because that's where I had the DVD player and I'd eat <laughs> my dinner in bed and basically watch ER until, you know, it's time to like go to sleep. Um, and I would like binge through that stuff, and and it it's yeah. If if you if you don't have the thing that says like oh the alarm's going off at eight or seven or whatever you know, or even yeah. ten or something, yeah, it can get dangerous because you just keep going like ah. I mean, what's it? What's another thing? Forty four minutes. I can. Yeah, that's the dangerous part. Yeah, oh, forty four minutes. I remember. Did you ever watch Lost? No. Oh. I mean, don't start now if if unless you want to lose yeah, yourself. Yeah, I've, I've I've been ruined. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, still, man, it's so good. I want to go back and watch it. My wife never watched it either, and I want to go back and watch it. But I remember. I think I, like, I think I, I think I saw the smoke monster episode, but that's about well, it. Well, I mean, I, like I wasn't feeling it, like from any commercials I'd seen or whatever. I was like, yeah, whatever. And uh, my brother and Calvin, this is way back in the. This is good ten plus years ago, and uh, they were both like, "Oh man, you gotta check it out." So. I, they're like, but have it at a time when you're going to be able to watch it. Cause you watch that first episode, you're going to want to watch more. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I put it on like late at night. I watched the first episode and I ended up staying up to look something like three in the morning because <laughs> I was just that first episode. ended. I was like, well, I got to keep going. Cause lost would do a thing where it would be like right in the, the heat of whatever was going on. Yep. And then it would just be like, and show lost on the screen. And you're like, no, like I need to see what's next. They were so good at cliffhangers. Every yeah. episode was a cliffhanger. So it just kind of screws you. But um, yeah, anyway. There's uh, a couple <laughs> shows we've been watching that are kind of like that. I forget the new, there's a show Christina Applegate did. Uh, oh, uh, uh, her and, uh, and the shoot, the other one was on ER actually. Okay. Um, uh, it, it, you're talking about the, um, where like the husband gets killed. Yes, and- yes. God, what is that called? I wa- I I binged through that. My wife and I watched that a year ago. What the hell is that called? Dead to me. Dead to me. Dead. Yes. Is that what it's called? Is yes. that back yet? Did that come back? I hope so. Right. Because like I said, they, they, you know, Mrs. Meany started watching. She's like, you know what? I gotta save this for for Brian. And yeah. uh, every time you watch an episode, they do something to make it. Oh well, now I gotta watch the next one. Mm-hmm. What the. It's like eating fucking Pringles. You got to eat enough fucking eat another one, you know? Just Oh, yeah. If you're somebody who can pop open a can of Pringles 
and grab a couple, something's wrong with you. A can- yeah. What's the serving size of Pringles? A can. That's it. Should be. That's the serving size. That's you know. There's a reason why I'm fat, and uh, <laughs> I look at the back of the box and I go, oh, you know, whatever calories. I don't read the thing that says servings per container. <laughs> yeah, and then I have to break that down. I have to do fucking uh, division. I divide. Okay, so what? So what's three servings? Uh, I eat like five chips. I, I, you know, it's whatever. Stupid math. You know, if somebody's out yeah. there fact checking me. I know it. I feel it. Um, but yeah, man, there, there's. So it looks yeah, like dead do, to me is coming. Work. Dead to me will be. It has been picked up for a third season, but I don't know when it's coming back. Oh, not soon um, enough. That show's yeah, great. And uh, I mean, that was uh, that was one of our quarantine binges. Yeah. Um, well, but, we, we we fell in love with it, like, right before, like, the second season came out during the uh, the outbreak. <laughs> and uh, uh, Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Is, is I want to say, I, I want to say she was on Freaks and Geeks. Yes. I might yes, be she right. was. Yeah. Freak, I need to watch Freaks that. Freaks and Geeks. Um, and then she I watched was the first ER episode. for a long time. Um, yeah. I'm old enough to remember that there was two shows called ER. One with uh, Elliot Gould in the 80s, and then yes. they came out with the other one. And that they were, and I think there was like an issue or something with it being called, the second one being called ER, and then they probably worked that out. But, but uh, yeah, she played uh, Samantha something or another, but she was. That's a long, that's a long last name. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. I think it was, it was like Swedish or something. Um, yeah. But uh, Samantha Taggart, um, and she was on for six years. So, huh. yeah. Speaking of Swedish, I just got my. I uh, just found out I'm. Uh, <laughs> I got my ancestry. Uh, yeah. I am. Uh, I, I I am what I thought I was. <laughs> uh, and they threw in a curveball. I'm like thirty something percent Irish. I already knew mm-hmm. I was Irish. Uh, I don't have the math in front of me. I'm part Norwegian. Okay. But then they threw in the they threw in the curveball of Scottish, and I was like, oh. Okay, so uh, you know explains a lot. Maybe it explains you know, why you're you and Drew McIntyre like the freaking spitting image of each other. You know, <laughs> to bat, you know, like, I gave him I, I gave him my ab workout. And, uh, it's working out pretty good. Yeah. Well, you weren't going to use it, so you might as well let someone else. I'm. That's yeah, I got it. Im- I got I got an image to uphold, Josh. It's uh, true. So, yeah. That's why I'm not going to go get a tan. Because then I'm going to kill this whole vampire thing I apparently have going on. This is like the first show that I took my hoodie off because it's a little hot in here. And uh, I was like, man, my arms are pale. But I actually, what I'm drinking here is the rest of my uh, my BCAAs. I am day two. Excuse me? What's that? Excuse me? Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, the uh, My branch chain amino acids. Um, uh, I am day two of being able to use my new home gym. Baxter, uh, you know, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> while the, while the, uh, while our kitchen is still, um, I, I had a, had a fall, a, a little come to Jesus with, uh, with our contractor the other day. Um, this is why I rent. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It, uh, no, I, I just felt like, Look, there have been all kinds of issues. Things are back ordered. Our oven 
is like a month away from coming. Uh, it, it's like our dishwasher, same thing. But we have our refrigerator, which then was all like busted up in delivery. So they're actually coming out uh, on Monday. They sent us, we now have, we have a refrigerator that technically works, but it's all like busted up. And then we have a bunch of boxes of just- it's busted new, open. Yeah, just new doors. Yeah, my, my one refrigerator, it's just like one one thing looks like Dave LaGreca. And then the- uh, It's um, got a LaGreca head on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so they're, they're, it's like little things. But then, you know, we're questioning things along the way. Like, hey, isn't that supposed to be caulked? And isn't that supposed to be, you know, little <laughs> things like that. I don't know if I told you on air or what, or maybe maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But like, there was like the guy built a custom cabinet, and it's like warped a little. And he's like, oh, some people like that it, when it's warped because it shows that it's custom. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not yeah. that's not a thing. That's not, that's ridiculous. And then yeah, and he so he pissed. He, he just he really just was pissing me off. He wasn't replying to things. I'm like, hey, can you let me know when people are showing up? They're supposed to be putting a schedule in this thing called Builder Trend. They're supposed to be putting a schedule in. They don't put a schedule in. And then the guy gets hot at me when I texted him. Where he's like, hey, but can you, you Is know, this for like the neighbor? Is that like for the neighborhood so they know when there's going to be construction and stuff? No, like no. That Builder Trend's just for for us. Uh, oh, okay. Like my bad. That we're yeah. Oh, you're thinking like next door and like things like that. Um, yeah. Hey, there's going to be some construction uh, if you're... Want to put your baby to sleep? We're doing stuff between this and that hour. Or something. Yeah, I mean, we we basically we do everything between like appropriate hours, so it's not gotcha. like an issue like that. But um, no, but then the guy like he complained about like you know, uh, like hey, you know, look, I can only do this during you know, I, I really I have to st stick strictly to like work hours. Then he texted me at eight o'clock last night. I'm like, <laughs> where's the hey, work, is this hours? work hour? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. no, so I'm a little frustrated with like they they grouted the the tile on the floor, and there's like half the space between the grout, and then there's like this big lip of the tile, and we have the type of tile we don't have like the rounded tile, we have like the the sharp edge, which is supposed to be grouted flush, and right. we had to like point this out to him, and he's right. like, oh yeah, well you know, well, we'll we'll fix it, you know, the job's not done yet. I'm like bullshit because you said. That we could move our table and chairs in if we wanted to, yeah. I'm like, it, it's, it was, it was, it was. It's been frustrating. I'm at the end of it, but finally they finished the gym because that was the thing. The addition had an extra room and a kitchen. The extra room was originally going to be a guest room because now I have three kids. I don't have a spare bedroom anymore, and we have family from right. out of town. And then we said yeah. during the pandemic, we said, you know, screw it. <laughs> we want our own. We want a gym. So now we have our gym equipment in there. That's and great. Yeah, so it was day day two today. So I was working out this morning. I'm still nursing my uh, my BCAAs, which my buddy Andrew Sagan um, hooked me up with a bunch of supplements. He's uh, what's it called? Like uh, Redcon, I think. A lot of people. I've seen a lot of people online. Um, I I thought it was Recon, like a Recon mission. Oh, Redcon like One. That's what it's called. So Redcon one, I'll have to find out and post something because he's got one of those, yeah, you know, one of those things where you can like put his code in, it'll save you a little something, and I think he gets nice. credit for it. But yeah, so I helped him out with it. But uh, you know, some I'm hoping now. I haven't worked out in like a year, so <laughs> it's uh, you Patreon members have had the I haven't privilege of watching me get soft and you know, <laughs> I haven't worked out in a life. Oh, that's not true. 
No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but y- your your issues remind me. A couple years, like maybe two years ago, uh, Donnie and Bev were having a new. They were having their house refaced, mm-hmm. new brick and all this stuff, and new steps and all this stuff. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they tore down the, the front of the house and they put up, uh, the plywood, you know, just, you know, for in between stuff. And Bev would sit at, at her, uh, computer and she gets up and turns around and notices there's a nail on the wall that wasn't there before. Somebody accidentally shot their nail gun and it, oh geez, it, like a bullet flew into the wall. And she was like, um, excuse me, uh, <laughs> It's a good thing I wasn't walking through and, yeah. you know, <sighs> and then they apologize for that. They <laughs> put some spackle over the hole. And, but then then like they had ordered like a s- certain kind of brick for the front of the house. And the guy's like, Oh, uh, we, 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 we had it and it, it accidentally got used for another project. And Don's like, well, just so you know, uh, I still have, other checks I need to give you. Uh, maybe you should find that fucking brick. Yep. You know, just, uh, and I hear all these stories. I'm like, man. Yeah. Uh, we had, I, so our kitchen, one of the walls, the wall that connects to the family room, it's just one wall. You know, it just, just keeps going. Cause it's like an open floor plan type thing. Well, obviously in the kitchen, they had to rip half that wall out and to do some of the plumbing stuff and all different things. No big deal. So they go to paint and they paint, only up to the end of the kitchen. Ugh. Now, granted, it's the same color, but you know, I mean, color you can't necessarily always match. You know, a new a, a new batch three years or four years after we painted the other thing. We yeah. had said from the very beginning, we're like, well, you guys are going to paint that whole wall, right? They're like, oh yeah, of course. And they come to us and go, yeah, I mean, we can do it if you want to. Another hundred and fifty bucks, we'll be able to do it. I said, I'll tell you what. what. I said, I'll tell you what. You paint the whole thing, and I am not going to give you $150. And you'll just paint the whole thing. And so I made them repaint it, and they did, and I'm not paying that. And I got to a point where finally I had a conversation with the guy. Like, like they, we have our, our stovetop, right? And it's we don't have gas in the house. Uh, but, uh, well, depends on what we're cooking. But, um, yeah. but So it's an electric stovetop. And when they installed the cabinets, there was a drawer right under. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't think this was going to be a real drawer. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's a real drawer. I was like, oh, I was like, that's kind of cool. Now, I don't know what the undercarriage of an electric uh, stovetop looks like. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, you know, they, they, uh, they put that in. They go to put the drawer in, and they can't fit it in. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? They're like, yeah, no, no, we're just going to take the face of it and put it on. And I'm like, I asked you if this was supposed to be a drawer. And and the guy's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, there's nothing you can really do. He's like, I can kind of, you know, cut out a space. I'm like, can you do like a half drawer? Nothing you could do. You're a, you're a, you work in construction. Yeah. You just built us a, a another cabinet, you know, but uh, with It's with your fucking job. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I don't know. And he like bitched and moaned and whined about it the whole time. And he just kept like, like, oh man, you know, I did all this work to try it. Cause all he did, he cut the back out. So it slides in. I'm like, are you it's able to do that? I'm like, is this like a fire hazard? And he's like, no, it's all surrounded by wood. I'm like, yeah, but it's not, there's not wood right directly underneath it. I'm like, do you need a certain amount of space? He's like, no, 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 you'll be fine. So my wife takes out like the manual and it's like, make sure you have a clearance of however much space. We're like, we can't have a drawer in there. He's like, well, I told you I was going to put the thing on from the front 
in the beginning, but you wanted a drawer. We're like, no, 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 no. We asked if you could have a drawer because you told us we had one. Where was, you know, we're like, it's your job to tell us. So I'd been really nice about it. And I finally like, I, I couldn't stand it anymore. And I had a conversation with him the other day where I said, listen, I, he's like, well, what do you want? I said, you know what I want? I want to say to you, the person that I'm employing, I want to say to you, uh, fix that drawer and have you do it. And if you feel that you're putting in so much extra time, then bill me afterwards, do whatever, but don't, don't whine and complain about it. You know, it's your job. Just do your job. I'm not asking you, I'm not coming in at the, the 11th hour and saying, hey, I think we want to have seven more cabinets on that side of the room. Can you do that? Like, you know, it's this drawer. and Because it, his complaint was he didn't want to go back and secure it like he was originally going to because he spent so much time trying to accommodate a drawer. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. And it's, it's anyway, nobody needs to hear this crap. I apologize, Pod Squad. No, it's, it's getting hot over here. <laughs> that's um, why I had to take your hoodie off. Um, yeah. yeah, man. Fucking, uh, yeah, that, that's, and, and that's why I'm happy I, I don't really own. It's just like, oh, yeah. my God. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's good to have security and knowing you own the thing, but there's so much yeah. shit that goes with it. It's just like, what the fuck? It's, I mean, it, that it's true. And that's, look, I mean, we decided we didn't have to do an addition. You know, we decided to do it because it, it, we really weighed the options, move to another house or, you know, turn this one into more of what we want. And, and the reality is we have a really nice amount of land and yeah. our house was built in the eighties. And back in the eighties, they'd give you like a really decent sized lot. Um, if yeah. we went and bought the same square footage brand new, we'd have maybe a quarter of the yard that we have now. And yeah. we'd pay a good $200,000 more for, for the, the right to have, I guess, new drywall. So it's just the more we went back and forth, and we love our neighborhood, and we've got just awesome neighbors, which is, you know, there is no way to plan for that. And, you know, yeah. so that's one of those things. Like you... You know, you don't pick your house based on your neighbors, but man, if you're lucky enough to have a good set of neighbors, just don't go. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. Just stay there because I've had I, bad I just, neighbors in the past. Yeah, same here, man. Uh, I've been in the same spot since 2003. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I first you know, moved to where I live now, uh, it was a little rough, but then like it kind of got better. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, now I, I just post about it on like online on Twitter the other day. Yeah, I'm sitting in my living room just having breakfast, and the neighbor across the street is a who is a professionally trained opera singer. Yeah. is just warm doing her warm up exercises, and I'm just hearing like this opera <laughs> next door, which she she gets paid decent money to do. You know, yep. and I'm just getting a free concert. You know, I don't know what she's singing, but I, I mean, it's like <laughs> it sounds amazing. You That's know, awesome. Yeah. Kind kind of makes me wish I still did the show from the front of the house, you know, and and, and <laughs> hopes to catch her, catch her, you know. We can open the show one week with oh, yeah. uh, with the opera singer. Yeah, I'll slip um, her a twenty. Hey, can you sing "Mind of the Meanie"? I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate to have good neighbors. Uh, I have one neighbor who uh, we were really close with, and uh, he was renting. And his landlord sold it, and he had to move out. But like I was like, well, yeah. Hope somebody cool moves been there. And I miss yeah. that guy. I miss that guy. But uh 
Yeah, because we always are, you know, we're always there for each other. Hey, man, uh, I'm stuck. Can you come get me? You know, my car broke down. Can you come give me a jump? Well, that was like, like when we moved into this house, we met all of our neighbors and we met our next door neighbors and we're like, hey, and they were like super nice people. These older, this older couple, super, super nice. Uh, It was actually weird. So the dude had a, he looked like Santa Claus. (laughs) Like, like legitimately, he looked like Santa Claus. Had a long gray beard, longer hair, like, you know, in the back. And we first go into the house, and he's sitting out on his driveway, which you could see out of one of the guest rooms, which is now my second, or my first son's room. And my wife's up, she's, like, cleaning the windows, and she's like, "Uh, Santa Claus is outside, not wearing a shirt, um, and he's, like, sunbathing. And I'm like, what? And she's like... I don't know how else to describe it, but Santa Claus is sunbathing in his driveway next door. And I go, and I mean, I wish I would have taken a picture. Um, but we met hey. them, and they were awesome. And we're like, hey, you know, we're really glad to have neighbors like you. And they're like, well, we have some bad news. Uh, they're like, we're, <laughs> we're moving in about two weeks. And we're like, what? Uh. Thankfully, the couple that moved in ended up becoming great friends of ours. Um, back pre-pandemic, uh, the the husband over there is who I would go watch uh, the Eagles games with. And like, so, I mean, we, we, you know, they have uh, two twin boys that are uh, a year older than my daughter, which is going to be a problem one day, I feel like, but for now, you know, it's, it's cool. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it worked out. And so that was another reason when we were like, well, maybe we'll move, maybe we'll go somewhere else. And we're just like, nah, we're lucky. You know, you don't know who you're going to move. Next That's to, a great so. place. Yeah, you live in a great area, man. Thank it's really you. Nice. Yeah. No, I'm I'm really happy. Yeah. I always tell people that, like, you know, I I grew up about 20, 25 minutes from where I live now, and my mm-hmm. wife grew up. Um, uh, she moved here. She originally grew up in Glen Olden, and then she moved. Uh, she moved here when she was eleven, and I always tell people like we, uh, you know, we. I wanted to live where I grew up. She wanted to live where she grew up. So we compromised and we live where she grew up, you know, um, because yeah. that's, that's marriage. Um, but, uh, but yeah. no, it, 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 uh, it's a nice place. I'm happy to, you know, be raising a family here and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, neighbors, man, they can make or break where you live. Like we've got ones behind us, not bad people, but, they're the kind that like, oh, it's a little warm. Well, great. That means till two a.m. we can have a party and uh, be obnoxious I got, and loud. And you know. I got I got a couple of those. On my, well, I got one house on my block that's like that. Yeah, and it's uh, just it's annoying. It's really the nicest annoying. day. Uh, they got their fucking was it a karaoke machine blasting fucking oldie tunes, and they freely open up the. Uh, fire hydrant and their their kids just play in the street and uh they've they put a blow up pool right in the middle of the street you know fuck yeah. you and your your groceries and you know coming home from uh food shopping you have to now go down the other end of the block and back down the street and yeah, uh, say at least it's yeah. a blow up pool you could always pop that if you needed to these my neighbors have an in in ground oh my god what am i, what am I supposed to do you know, but, I, you know, obviously weird? i urinate in it but other than that what can i I don't know if somebody's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I could do worse. Um, <laughs> but uh, is that a candy bar? The bottom of the uh... <laughs> yeah, Caddyshack. Yep. Um, but so I don't know what's happened because they've kind of mellowed out, thankfully. 
I don't yeah. know if somebody complained or whatever, but well, I, good. I, I, I got really, okay neighbors, but some of them could be a little. Uh, they 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 can pester you a little bit. Yeah. Um, I I feel bad actually because two of their kids um just graduated, so they had the shitty senior year of high school. Um, oh, so, I mean that I, I feel so bad. I was talking yeah. yesterday to a buddy of mine because we're about to celebrate. Uh, 20th anniversary of my high school graduation. And we did a, a 10 years we opened up. I, we've talked about this before, the time capsule. Um, yeah. And so now I think we're just going to do a Zoom call with everybody. But I was talking to my buddy, Jack, and uh, and we were just saying, like, man, if we had had this happen in March of our senior year, like, we wouldn't even be friends because we, we really became friends, like, April of our senior year. Um, That's we crazy. legitimately would... Uh, here's 20 years later, one of my best friends. And... I probably would not have spoken to him in 20 years had there been the pandemic. And like, yeah, we had such amazing like memories from that time in the summer after senior year. And like, and you know, and then of course you talk about freshman year of college and stuff. And again, I mean, that's getting into, um, you know, all the stuff that I'm talking about. I graduated at the end of, uh, 2000 or I guess June of 2001. So you're talking about my freshman year of college when all the stuff that we're talking with, talking with friends, I mean, a lot of that stuff's in the beginning of 2002. I mean, we would yeah. have been in the pandemic. None of these things would have happened. And it's crazy. It's a, so it's a crazy thing to think of what these, these kids are missing, but you know, speaking of, uh, you know, kids in homeschool and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it was cool having Giovanni one uh, last week. Oh, he's, the, he's been the talking about, yeah, he, uh, you know, he posts about, Stuff doing stuff from homeschool and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, uh, it was so cool to have him on last week. Uh, such a good, great kid. Such a great spirit. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we, we said this way he was on. He's very inspirational and stuff like that. So uh, <clears throat> I wanted to bring it up just because we've been getting a lot of good feedback on that, uh, the interview we did with him. Like I said, we rarely do interviews. But, uh it was cool to to bring him on and uh, talk to him and share him with the world. Uh, I'm familiar with him. You're familiar with him, but there's a lot of people who, who aren't. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who could probably relate to his story of, you know, yeah, you know, you know, the struggle, but through the struggle, you find ways to be positive and find things to make you happy. You know, whether it's, you know, his love for the Philadelphia Eagle or, you know, Philly sports in general. And he started doing podcasting and he starts sharing his experience and stuff like that. And I got a lot of people reached out to me who said, you know, I never know about him. Thank you for uh, bringing him on and stuff yeah. like that. So it was good stuff. It, it, I mean, it was just, again, like it was, we were talking off air. It was one of the most enjoyable things for me that we've been, we've been able to do on the show. And yeah. it's um, just a good, you know, stay, uh, just a good kid. Um, yeah, man. Very happy to have him on. We actually have, we cut the uh, interview out of the episode and have it uh, on our YouTube now, youtube.com yeah. slash mind of the meanie. Uh, so you can go just check out the interview if you don't want to sit through the whole episode. Um, you know, it's uh, it's good. And, and you need to see it in video form. Uh, catch catch just, that green hair, you know? Yeah, catch that green hair and his, and his uh, infectious smile. Yes. Because... Um, just such a happy kid who's been, you know, dealt a, a rough card, but he's yeah. making the best of it, you yep. know? 
Yeah, you I know, see. I see. I see him talk. And I go, man. What do I have to be angry about? You know. <laughs> yeah. No. He is. Uh, he has taken a life that was that did not afford him as many, uh, as many good positive things that other people's lives have, and he's going to end up when it's all said and done with a much better life that that changes the world for the better. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I don't know if I articulated that well, but my point is that he's just going to, <laughs> you know, you have a lot of people who are given, you know, they're, they're, they're born, they're healthy. They're, they're, you know, they've, they're given everything, you know, and I don't mean hand, right. but I mean like they just been, you know, by, you know, nature has just given them all positive things and they throw it away. And here's a kid absolutely. who has dealt such a, such an, I mean, it's just a horrible hand. It's not, it's not fair. It's not yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and he has taken it to just make the world a better place. And uh, you, you can't beat that. That's not, I mean, how how do you find a better person than that? And, and, and you know, we've had a lot of people pushing since we did that interview on social media uh, for him to be considered for a warrior award for next oh, year's absolutely. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't agree with that enough. Like, he absolutely should. Yeah, man. He uh, he's definitely a warrior. I mean, like eighteen surgeries by the mm-hmm. age of thirteen, and the you know this the stuff they had to operate on. It's just like really touch and go t- type of stuff, yeah. you know. But yet here he is, and uh, he's going to you know physical therapy right now. He's posting photos and sharing, and you know he's going to Carson went he Carson Wentz invited him to his AO one camp. He's like, my, his goal is to be able to walk when he gets there. So, Damn. you know, uh, you know, he, 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 sometimes he needs a wheelchair. Sometimes he has a walker that has a seat, but his whole goal is when he goes to Carson Wentz's, uh, camp, you know, uh, over the summer that he's able to walk with the other kids. So it's amazing. Yeah. Just, you, you see that and it's like, man, you know, yeah. this is stuff we're, we're living in a, we're living in a time where there's a real life inspirational documentary playing out right in front of us. Yeah. And, um, years down the line when he's an adult, we'll all look back at this. You know, hopefully he's a, a coach in the NFL or, you know, something like so. that. But, but we're living through the, the he, he's him and his family are documenting, documenting his, uh, his journey. And, yeah. uh, it, it's something to definitely watch. And uh, feel inspiration from whether if you you out there listening in the world or going through some shit, you know, you know, just find your find your ray of light. You know yep. what I'm saying, and uh, you know, walk walk towards it and find your passion. You know, yep. I mean, he is a, a you know. I talked about how my gym is is up and running now, and I'm you know dragging myself at at you know <laughs> six fifteen in the morning dragging myself out of bed to go get a workout in somebody like him, you know, his goal is to be able to walk, you know, at this case, like, yeah. what do I have to complain about? You know, right. the little, little, oh, I'm a little tired. Oh, I have little aches and pains. You know, it, it's, he motivates, yeah. he just motivates everybody around him. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it was so cool to have him on the show. Uh, it's nice that we don't have that many guests because it, it, you know, the guests that we do have, we really try to make sure that they're going to be something special, whether it's special in the sense that they're, they're a, a 
one of the most hilarious comedians or special in the sense that they, you know, inspire people like Giovanni. Yeah. So it's very cool. Yeah. Um, when, we, when we have guests on, we want to make a count. Yeah. You know, because uh, there's so many shows out there that are just strictly uh, guest driven. Yeah. Like I said, you know, in this pandemic, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome for the eighth time. Al Snow. You know, yeah. we can easily do. Fingers crossed, this, right? That Al get Al yeah. on here. Yeah, I know he's been waiting in the green room he's or the hanging, blue room. hanging in the yeah. blue room. Yep. Hanging yeah, that's our for, green room. Uh, you know, it's been hanging there for fifty six episodes, but you know, maybe yeah, today's the eventually, day. Eventually, yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully his number will be called. Yep. Uh, um, for the show, not in life. Uh, oh dear God! You know. Come on now. <laughs> not to get more. Uh, God, wrestling Inc.'s going to run with that. Oh my God! <laughs> blue I've been hopes the, uh, Al Snow's number gets called. <laughs> Dude, I've been the uh, the topic of that. that you really every I time just pops up, it's like blue meanie, blue meanie, and I'm just like, oh god, please tell me meanie's okay. <laughs> every, every time I see your name on the thing, I'm like, oh no. Um, but uh, it, it, it's yeah, you've had a lot of opinions, uh, even even just ones one, you didn't know you had have been yeah, kind of uh, just uh, a random like yeah. 20, 20, 30 minute interviews become uh, blue meanie hates impact wrestling. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the wrestlers. Yeah. It's just you know, why is impact? AEW as terrible as it is? Blue Meanie tells, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And then I, I take the joy of reading the uh, comments, and it's just like, stop. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I started reading the comments, and yeah. I, I had to stop because they're yeah. first of all, everyone. First of all, if you're listening to this, and you think to yourself. You know what I need? An opportunity to slide a little JBL joke in there. Right. Uh, you're not Something the first. Something I've never heard. Yeah. You're not the first. Yeah. You're not even the first 100,000. So it's not funny. It's not original. Um, and the thing that, I mean, I only saw like one, but it's just like maybe like some sort of JBL. And it's like, yeah, the blue meanie JBL. Yeah, remember that thing 15 years ago that happened? Like, it's ridiculous. It's like, uh, yeah, you know, you, for a fan base that's, you know, they're called smart marks. You, you would think they would know. Some fans would know. I'm not going to. I'm not going to paint the whole fan base with a broad stroke. I mean, but there's a yeah. segment. There's a segment in a segment mm-hmm. that think they, they they just bring up stuff that like I don't even think about anymore. And then they know? fight each other in the comments they all yeah. fight each other which is like even like i appreciate i'm reading one thing and some guy made like a comment like oh well if blue meanie says it i guess i'll you know listen haha like whatever and then somebody like comes to your defense which is awesome where they're like yeah. uh blue meanie knows more which about wrestling than you ever will you know and like and yeah. i'm like well that's really cool Except now that's launched into an enormous fight. Like, yeah, well, I know so-and-so because my great uncle once sat next to someone on a plane and, you know, and that's how I learned all about heat. And like, it's like, you know, it's, it's insane. And then they end up in this big fight. And then by the end of it, it's like, they're wishing like ill on each other's mothers and like, you know, and then somehow their political affiliation has come up and it's like, it's insane. And you're just like, guys, it really is. Go do something, go do something else. Don't, I, I didn't even yeah. look at the comments on the most recent one that they posted. I was like, I no, no, I, I, you know, it's it's mute, muting season. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't block people. I just fucking mute them. 
yeah, I can't. I can't. That way they can see me and I can't see them. Ha ha. Yep. Uh, but yeah, just it's it's ridiculous. You know, uh, like in the early stages of social media or not even social media, like you, you go on message boards and it's like you, you, you go into a topic and it turns into an argument. And seven hours later, you realize, man, I just wasted seven hours later, seven hours, and I'm in a horrible mood right yeah. now. From someone you'll it, never it, it rubs pants it. with. Yeah, and then like you're out on the street, and somebody says something to you, not meaning to say, it, and you're just so agitated that you, mm-hmm. you, you accidentally you stab take them, it out, you know, yeah. and that's <laughs> you accidentally uh, take it out on somebody who probably shouldn't, mm-hmm. didn't even deserve it, just because no. you know somebody else put you in a foul mood. So, no, I uh, gotta I love get, it. I I never did the like. Uh, chat rooms and stuff like that back in the day. Like I, I didn't, uh, I didn't even join Twitter until I want to say like 2011. Cause my, my sister and my buddy Dave were just like, they're like, you're not on Twitter. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell a Twitter is. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, you gotta be on Twitter. And I was like, well, I guess I gotta be. Yeah, um, I, I just got reminded that it was my uh, anniversary. They want me to, they sent me a, Graphic the post. And yeah, like, that's really cool that they they you know social media when they'll remind you of when life really started to suck. You know, <laughs> you've been on Facebook for what? I was like, well, dude, I remember f- fucking MySpace. Jesus, I, and, uh, uh, I I remember Facebook. I made the big le- I, I made the big leap from MySpace to Facebook. I was like, oh, this is a whole new world. What am I doing over here? Yeah, yep. yeah, I just. It was all, then, like, uh, MySpace was all the rage back in, uh, like, when I was down in OVW. So, like, all my yeah. MySpace friends were all, like, these, like, all are all, like, wrestlers. And Facebook yeah. was, like, my, like, private just family thing, you know, which it still, it, it still is. Um, some wrestlers, you know, I'm obviously friends with, but it, uh, yeah, I still, then that's the other, like, Facebook, like, any of the social media stuff, um, I don't, I honestly don't like it. And we've talked about this on the show before. Like, if I if I could, I would shut down all of my social media. But I can't. And the reason yeah. I can't is because a somebody at my level in in my career needs social media. It's yeah. it's how people hear about me. It's how they know about me. And Facebook, we have all those Facebook groups and all. Like, you know, there are certain things that I need to have a, a, an account, a personal account, in order to open up show accounts and things like that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. So I, I try to keep it as private as I can. And my family's super private. So they don't like, you know, like my wife does not like, you know, any interaction with it. Like she's to put it in perspective, we have three kids. Her profile picture is still from our honeymoon. Um, yeah. she does not like update like anything on there. So, um, social Sometimes media, I just, overshare. So it's like, uh, yeah, you know, I just, but, uh, I'm sure I did. I mean, I'll sometimes see like in a memory thing, like something I posted and I'll like cringe and be like, Ugh, like why did I, why yeah. did I post that? That's terrible. You know? Same here. I, I end up deleting it. So I don't want to see that again. Yeah. You and know? then also I, back, I mean, back, back when some, I thought, what's that? Back when I thought I was just back when I thought I was like a stand up comedian, you know, <laughs> uh, I'll say something funny and uh, I read it now. I'm just, Ooh, that was bad. Yeah. Humor was, was very different funny. like 10 years ago. What was. what was funny? It's not funny today. A lot of the times, no, um, no. but no, I don't even have. And thankfully, I don't have my original 
Facebook. Because when Facebook first started, you had to have a school ID, like a school email to sign up for Facebook, a college email. And I went to community college, uh, Montgomery County Community College, which is kind of the little inside baseball. That's why they gave me so many things like a studio to use. They're like, oh, you used to go here. Why not? This is a great, you know, they actually did a, they did a write up on me uh, for like the school newspaper of like, I guess, you know, uh, Monco kid done good. Um, but when I graduated from, uh, I got my associates at community college, I went, uh, to temple. And when I started at temple, um, I couldn't back then, like I couldn't update and just be like, I now go to temple. It's like, Nope. I had to shut down my Monco Facebook account and Weird. start a brand new one with my temple email and it was it because they were going to deactivate my monco email um and it was like so i get i mean that was only i think like a year's worth of facebook stuff but it uh but now i mean you know so my stuff goes back a little ways but uh but then again you know you go through like relationships and breakups and you're just like i don't need a but i don't need all these photos with the you know and you get rid of those and I guess. And then years later you become friends with your ex on Facebook again. And you all just look at each other's pictures of their kids and, you know, and, and everyone's happy, but it's, uh, it's a weird world we're living in. Uh, Yeah. Where it's, everything's out there. Yeah. (laughs) It's just crazy. Yep. But you know what else is out there? Mind of the meanie merchandise. Woo-hoo. That's right. At ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie, you can get some incredible shirts like the one I'm wearing right here, Mind of the Meanie. Uh, we like to call it the Mind of the Meanie badge logo. It's in the style yeah. of the old ECW logo, rounded logo, created by the one and only, the great, the powerful Andy Slichter. Um, Slichter! But this isn't the only one we have, so why don't we check out a little commercial that tells us about all of the wonderful shirts we have at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Get your Mind of the Meanie shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. We have the Mind of the Meanie logo tee, the Mind of the Meanie badge, Meanie Tunes, Meanie Burger, Three Seltzers Deep, Meanie Gas, Wreck Every Bathroom and Leave, Meanie Screwing Up the YMCA, Alternative Commentary, Podcast Faces, and so much more. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash MindTheMeanie. And we're back. Um, and we're back. And we're back. Uh, all right. Meanie wants to uh, he wants to crack open his ugly. As Meanie want a drinky. Um, yeah. I, uh, I've got, uh-huh. It's my black cherry coffee. One, uh, because nice. while I have been in touch with Ugly, I don't have any more Ugly. Uh, they're <laughs> supposed to be sending me some, so we gotta gotta get that going because I want to drink it. Um, and I'm too cheap to go buy my own. Uh, so, but this is good the life too of a wrestler. I did take a uh, pre- yeah, I did take a a. Oh yeah, people can't tell. All I wear like in real life now is Mind of the Meanie or So So Sure Enough merchandise. Yeah. Uh, available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie or ProWrestlingTees.com slash So So Sure Enough. Or if you're into BWO, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. Um, but yeah, so I'll crack this open. What do you have though, Meanie? I got me uh, an ugly. Yeah? Uh, lemon lime. Ooh, uglies never look so pretty. 
Dude, man, I love this logo. Let's, uh, I'm going to sand in it. Three, two, one. I did not cheat. Uh, and as always, I have to smell my ugly because it smells great. Man, that could mean so many things. Or, may, or maybe I'm partial to the blue and white. You know, it's blue. It's, it's fair. No, it is a good. It is a good looking can. It's a yeah. for for a company that's called Ugly. It's a yeah. damn handsome can. No, their cans are incredible. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a I'm a can man. Um, <laughs> I'm, a can man. <laughs> I'm a can man. Slicker. <laughs> I was looking for a burnt burnt type yeah. thing. Well, it was close. Enough, oh, but I, hey. Since you're since you're doing it, uh, breaking news. Uh, I just got word this morning Uh-oh. that uh, a shipment has arrived Ooh. on the shores of New York City. Um, New York City. The mind of the mini action figures have just nice. arrived in the states, um, and there is an ETA of them being in our hands. By Friday. So if you're listening to this, by this coming Friday, that is the ETA. Now, if anyone is familiar with how the mail has gone lately, um, you shouldn't be surprised that they they made it from Hong Kong to New York in about 12 hours from when they were first dropped off to, uh, to arriving. And it should be about a week until it makes it another two hour drive. Um, so the mail has been so fucking horrible. Mrs. Yeah. I we'll get back to the figures, but Mrs. Meanie ordered like a ukulele mm-hmm. from uh, an hour and a half drive from here, you know, and she wanted this uke, and it took a month to make uh, an hour and a half drive. It's insane. Yeah, and uh, I'm just trying to. I guess. Position. Yeah, I'll shake my figure while I'm talking, and then when you talk. Shake yours. So yeah, she ordered a, a ukulele, and it, it it sat in limbo at this one processing station, twenty minutes from my house. And then she actually had to get on the phone and go, "Hey, uh, it keeps saying that it's leaving there, and then it's back there, and then it's leaving there, and then it's back there. Can you can I come just pick it up, please? Uh, no, we can't go there and pick it up." And then uh, miraculously, it showed up at the PO box. So, man, so how long was it? A month. It took a fucking month for a ukulele to be shipped on a on a trip that we could have drove to the fucking store and just grabbed it ourselves. Unbelievable, um, insane. But and and she she reopened up her Etsy store, which she's probably going to shut down again, just for the fact that she people bought stuff. She mailed the stuff. And she's looking at the tracking, and she's like, oh, my God. No, it's a, it's annoying. It, it reflects poorly on her, and it shouldn't. Um, uh, on a lot of people. There's a lot of people yeah. who are suffering who rely on And I, honestly, mail. that's something that we're going to, uh, uh, we've already looked into, um, yeah. be it a, a UPS or a FedEx or something like that. But I got to tell you, the post office is not our top priority when it comes to shipping out the figures um, that we're personally shipping. Uh, yeah. it, it, I just, 
I would rather it cost a tiny bit more to use one of these other yeah. places and know that when we ship it, you There's who purchase these figures are going to get them, you know? Yeah. There's um, peace of mind. Yeah. You know, peace of mind and a meanie. Woo-hoo. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's just, it's unbelievable. Um, but back to the positives of it, these figures, man, I mean, in less than a week, I should be holding yeah. the real ones in my hands. And maybe at that point we'll get together and you'll, <laughs> you'll actually uh, get to hold, you know, cause they I mean, want these sent back and I'm going to have to send them back once we have the actual figures in hand. Yeah. Um, well, the good news is I got my, uh, break, uh, other break. News. I got my first vaccination shot. Awesome. Yeah, I got my second. So I'm ha- yeah. I'm halfway there. Yep. Uh, like Bon Jovi saying, um, <laughs> You know, just, I'm just living on a prayer. Yeah. But, uh, no, nah, dude, dude, yeah, I got the PA opened up to all age groups. And uh, I got an email because, dude, I tried to register like three or four different spots, and somebody finally got back to me. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can uh, register now. So I registered. I got like an email within like five minutes. I was like, what? <laughs> they're like okay we got a, an appointment you know you could pick something for tomorrow well, what so i got on board i got that done That's awesome and here's really the awesome. here's the here's the crazy thing I, I went down there uh it took me longer to fucking drive there and park than the actual whole process so it's funny you say that because when i went my first time uh, I had the pleasure of having mine done at the Nishamani mall inside an abandoned h&m um, That's which, you know, where dreams come true. Um, yes. I, uh, you know, to me, I would have always thought that I, if I was going to get a needle at the mall, it would have been <laughs> a different mall and probably outside. Um, but <laughs> I walk into my car, um, the old second floor of the Willow Grove mall when it was, that was like the bus area. I don't Anyway. Um, uh, but what's that? JTP. JTP. Yeah. Um, But uh, no, so so, um, I went and it was a super long line and I felt like I was standing in the midst of like a super spreader event because we're all in line. It's just so many people there. Uh, And I went in, I had to then sit like like a Pink Floyd video. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I had to, I had to wait like it was the DMV. They brought me and they finally gave me the shot. Then I had to wait 15 minutes. Then I had to go schedule the next one. This whole like took like super long. Went back for my second shot, no line, walked right in, checked in at the thing, sent me right over to the people, didn't even sit down, sent me right over to the people uh, who were going to deliver the shot. They gave me the shot. I went, sat for 10 minutes, not 15, they just went 10 minutes, and then went and had them, uh, and, and just like showed them my stuff, and I'm like, I'm good, and they're like, all right, awesome. That was it. Dude, it was so crazy. I I, I, I parked, I drove there, I, I found parking on the street which was in center city which is nice right uh, i pay i you know put money in uh whatever and you put the ticket in the window to show you paid the park it cost me like 250 no biggie yeah uh where most lots are like 25 bucks yeah 275 uh, and go fuck yourself but 250 yeah. <laughs> no we'll park there it's no problem yeah and uh dude i walk in and i felt like i it was like i felt like i was in one of those movies where i was the last person on earth like I, I meet the FEMA people at the beginning of the line. Mm-hmm. They ask me the random questions. Have you been in contact with anybody? Blah, blah, blah. Are you, 
allergic to shot. They asked me the basic questions already answered. Uh, and I walk in and I walk, it's just me. I mean, there's people around who are working, but mm-hmm. I'm, I walk through. Okay. Go around, follow the arrows. They tell me I follow the arrows. I walk around. I stand there for 30 seconds and, uh, guy checks my ID and all that stuff. Guy waves me over. I sit down, pop up my arm, and uh, I think I got spotted by somebody because uh, well, somebody was like, oh, not, so, I, so I was wearing the the blue mini fight shirt, and somebody, wow, nice shirt. And later on, somebody, the same guy tweeted me. He's like, oh, I wanted to get a photo. I was like, why didn't you? I was like, hey, you know. I'll tell you, uh, it's probably not the best way to go incognito. By wearing your own merchandise when you're already an incredibly recognizable person. Uh, yeah, it's know. like, oh, I'm wearing a mask. Nobody sees my, my face. Yeah, that's true. Or my lipless face. And you, um, you, uh, you colored your blue hair uh, gray so nobody yeah. can, you know, no one can tell. Yeah, I went the extra mile. That's what I told uh, my kids when they asked about your hair. I told you that, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they asked about your hair when they met you. And it's like, I thought his hair was blue. I was like, well, he can't just walk around with blue hair everywhere. So when he goes out in public, he covers it up. Yeah. yeah. And they'll, uh, they'll come to hate you later for that lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so many other the, lies, though. Uh, my friend Sebastian lives out in, like, a little farther west, like an hour west of here. And there's, like, uh, a power plant near him, kind of like the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the smoke's coming out of it. His daughter goes, Daddy, what's that? He goes, oh, that's a cloud factory. <laughs> so she goes to school, and she's like, oh, we live near the cloud factory. Everybody's looking at her like, what? Excuse me? And she was, so, she was so mad at her dad for <laughs> saying that was the cloud factory. Sebastian's but, a good dude. He sent me a message the other day. Very oh, really? Yeah, very complimentary stuff about what we're doing. And um, just yeah, he's a good dude, such man. a good guy, and, and I really appreciated his uh, his message. It's, it's nice when someone sends you a thing, you know, that they're just, yeah. you know, they're enjoying stuff. And um, yeah. He reached so, out to me about the Giovanni guy. interview. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I was saying, no, I was just saying, real good guy. Yeah, he reached out to me about the uh, Giovanni interview too. So yeah, one of those guys you definitely want on your team. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you knew him back in '96, you're like, man, what a what happened? (laughs) They're like two totally different people. Not that he was a bad guy, but uh, but no, it was great. I I first met him. He's got stories when Joel came to do uh, so says Chernoff in in studio, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, Sebastian. kind of like met up with him there and yeah. um it was it was cool those two are tight um i no, would say no they're they're tight yeah i would say so says Chernoff, um produced that's how i got to you know first time i got to work with joel it was the uh it was the first time i met sebastian and it is how andy slichter came into my life um nice and uh so i will say the money that was spent on the facebook ad looking for people to come to the uh, live studio audience, which is how Andy Slichter found the show. Nice. Uh, that, that has paid itself in dividends um, <laughs> with everything that, that Slichter's done. Uh, but most importantly, his friendship. Um, yes. But uh, Very cool. Uh, but back to the figures, I just want to say, you know, as soon as we get them, if you ordered them unsigned, uh, they're pretty much going to be going out, um, I'd say, probably next weekend. 
going to be a lot of sitting around filling out addresses and stuff. Um, and if you got them signed, then we'll get together and sign. We're going to get to get, we'll get together pretty, uh, qu- as quickly as we can. We'll figure it out. Um, it, uh, we'll get together and we'll sign them and yeah. we'll probably even do some sort of blogging or, or vlogging of us <laughs> signing them or, or whatever. And, uh, you know, maybe some outside socially distanced picnic bench type uh, signing or something. Um, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do something. And, uh, and yeah, we'll sign those and we'll get them sent out to you. Um, and those are, of course, the ones that we're handling are, are available at mindofthemeanie.com. Or you can go to mindofthemeanie.bigcartel.com. Uh, but the link's right there, mindofthemeanie.com. Um, and you can pick them up. We had a uh, thanks to... Uh, to Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, um, yeah, they, they put it over on the Major Wrestling Figure podcast uh, uh, social media, and it 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 blew up. Um, we had the most sales on a single day. Actually, I think our sales in a single day uh, beat all of the sales we'd had from our site uh, <laughs> to date. Because remember, our site came in a little bit later. Uh, to off, for us to offer it, and of course, outside the U.S., yeah. go to Cella Toys. Uh, you can still go to JB Toys uh, somewhere on Instagram. I don't really know, so just go to mindofthemeanie dot com and get it from us. Uh, but I promise yeah. you, JB Toys, it's all good. You will get your, you will absolutely get your figures. Um, and uh, but no, we're we're uh, we're excited about it. Um, but it blew up. But what I will say is, uh. Order them now because they are, it's not a sales tactic. They're legitimately disappearing. So yeah, um, yeah. Order them now. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Cause I definitely want to, you know, I got family. I got to give Christmas yeah. presents too. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've already, I kind of like marked off, you know, yeah. for myself of like how many I'm, you know, I'm claiming for myself, uh, my family. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it adds up quickly, you know, the amount that you plan to give to people or people who, you know, like I've got, you know, family or friends who are just like, Hey, can you hold one for me? And we'll buy it once, you know, they're in it. like, so it, it's, you know, those are set aside obviously. So, um, yeah, you know, just buy them now. They, they look so cool. Uh, looking at them on the card is awesome on the card backing. I'm so excited. You sent me that photo. I was like, Oh my God, that's so nice. That's so and the best, cool. the best part was we were like, should we share it with anyone? And we're like, eh. we're like, should we share it with Patreon maybe? And like, share that. And we're like, you know what? Let's just wait. I want to wait until we get it in hand and we get like a really good picture and all that. And like yeah. five hours later, Chella Toys tweets out <laughs> that exact picture that they sent me, and yeah. they tweet it out, and they're like, it'll be available in the next three weeks. And we're like, okay, I guess we can share this picture now. Um, so yeah, it uh. We're excited so cool. about it. We're, we're, we're definitely excited. Um, yeah. This is a, a, a bucket list. This is the bucket list moment for me. I, I don't know that there's, I really don't like genuinely, if you factor in all the things in my life and like dreams as a kid, you know, and you, and you weigh all of them together, I feel like this has got to be the top bucket list yeah. moment for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about it. And, well, same here, man. It's in 2021. I've had one yeah. figure. And yeah, you know, since nine, I started my career in '94, 
one figure. Yep. Now that I get to do this, it's it's amazing. Uh, and to see it on the, the the two figures on the uh, the card took took me back to like when I used to go action figure shopping as a kid, and yeah, like the AWA figures always came two on a card, and you could buy a tag team and stuff like that. And I'll tell you, it's just like it's just like man, you know, young Brian looking into the future and seeing this. It definitely you know, gave me a I, bit of awesome. like a, um, you know, like my dad used to always take me to get figures. And of course my mom as well. And I even told my mom, I said, when they, they're coming in, she's coming to visit for the first time. I haven't seen her in you know a year and a half. Um, she's, and she's coming in June. Uh, everyone's vaccinated and she's coming to meet my son and, you know, see the kids and everything. I told her, I said, I'm not sending you the figure. I want to actually be there in person and give the figure to you. But that's uh, so cool. It's, you know, it's, it's one of those things also I look at, like, you know, my dad would think it's really cool. My grandmother who, you know, she passed away this past June and she used to always tell the story of like, she'd go for whether it was a birthday or holiday or whatever it was. And she would go with a list of like the, the action figures, like the old Hasbro figures that I wanted. And she didn't know who any of these people were. She didn't know what they looked like. She didn't know what, you know. Um, yeah. And she would always go and she'd say, she'd go, I'd, I'd have to find someone and like pull someone aside and they'd have to come with me and show me like, and I'd say, do you know who this person is? And they would like look through all the shelves and see if they could find like the figure. And obviously, you know, she passed away before we, we made a deal with cello toys and everything. But um, it, it definitely, when I saw it on the card, it's one of those ones I really would have wanted you know i look at like my dad and my grandmother like there are people who i think would have really gotten a kick out of that yeah. and i'm glad you know my, my i'm excited to show my mom uh and my grandfather he wants one he's he's about to turn 94 years old um but he i mean the cool the, the other cool thing to give to him i remember he was the one who actually got me the tag team sets the first hasbro ah, tag team sets so cool. uh, i yeah. remember it like it was yesterday getting the rockers and the bushwhackers and um, so to be able to kind of have that and, and, you know, and he's like, I'm going to get it. I, I want to get a, a 10 of them or whatever. I was like, I'm just going to give you one. <laughs> I'm like, cause we still want to sell them. Uh, he's like, yeah. I'll buy them. I'm like, I'm going to get you one. <laughs> You'll be fine. With just one pack. But, yeah. uh, he, but he's excited about it too. And it's, it's a cool, you know, it, it's one of those things where you like, we have in our, in our own careers, be it in ring or be it, you know, whatever it is we're doing in the business. We yeah. have our milestones, right, of, like, what we consider success, um, be it a level of, of, of exposure or a level of, you know, or an amount of money or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> but there are these things that people outside of the, of the business consider a success, like action figures and video games and things like that that are the type of things that you can't just, that, that doesn't happen in other industries, you know? So yeah. to be able to, especially someone like me who it just, who shouldn't be a figure and shouldn't be in a video game, you know, it, it's, it's really been cool to kind of just show people like, Hey, you know that like weird stuff that I work on all the time that you're not entirely sure what it is that I do. Well here, be even more confused. Cause now I have a figure. Um, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, I'm excited off. about it. Yeah. Um, it, it's something tangible. It's something you can hold in your hand yep. and go, oh, here it is, you know? 
Yep. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Jack Gray says, did you hear Mattel brought back the WWE retro line? Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, they've got Mean Gene, who looks suspiciously familiar. <laughs> um, I think it's great. I love it. I love the retro line. I love the fact that they're they're... I want it to not be retro of current guys for a while. I want even more of all yeah. fill in all the blanks of what we didn't get. Go deeper back into the eighties of like the guys that were like LJN and you know, but never had the Hasbro figures and give more stuff like that. Cello Toys doing an amazing job. They just announced the final one of series Absolutely. one, uh Bull Nakano. So amazing. Amazing. When we looked at the stats that Cello Toys, they're they're they have um not only the first retro representation of certain characters like a dynamite kid, you know, uh, or uh, Hayabusa or like, you know, it's in, you know, all of them, but um, they have the first ever, which I am, it sounds, you know, hashtag humble brag, but I'm actually really, really humbled by it. The first ever non wrestling personality of, uh, to be in a retro line, um, Hasbro or just Hasbro inspired, uh, is my figure. And for that to be in there is just incredible. And right. now they also have in their first one, the first ever female to be depicted in a retro line, which it always blew my mind that WWE didn't do that in like the six series of the retros before. Yeah. Uh, but they have Bull Nakano who looks amazing. Um, and then Meanie and I, somebody posted something that we are the first uh, two-pack in over 29 years to be released wow. in retro form. And it's, that. yeah. And I was just like, to be a part of a series that has all that, to be able to be a part of two of those things that stand out, like it's, it's really cool. And I keep looking, I mean, it's, it's such a fun thing to look at their, their picture of it, you know, uh, uh, Bull Nakano, Blue Meanie, uh, Nick, all this. Um, and then it's like, I'm looking at all these people, Hayabusa, uh, Ethan Page, you know, um, and me. And I'm like, huh, how, you know, who did I pay off to, <laughs> to get this? But just really excited about it. And then Zombie Sailor Toys doing amazing stuff. Uh, I saw the, the uh, prototype of their Sabu. Figure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They just announced that uh, Swaggle is going to get one, which I think is so cool. Um, and I know for him, him and his son collect figures all the time. Like, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. And and to for him to be like the way he looks now, where he's made a name for himself out on the indies, you know, and yeah, not just being like the leprechaun, you know, but him just being Swaggle the way he is. Um, and it's just really cool. They've got the first ever Dino Bravo. Um, and it's just, it, it's so, so um, cool, um, man. Yeah. To me, like people have been like, does it bother you that, you know, Mattel brought back the retro line? I'm like, absolutely not. You know, I get my, it's not like they bring back the retro line and therefore my figure doesn't come out, you know, right. <laughs> like to me, I'm super excited about, it. I would be happy if there was a blue meanie figure from, from Chella, from WWE, from zombie sailor, you know, like. I, I want everybody, the more people doing this, the better. Yeah. They're fun figures. Yeah. It's fun for collectors. It's fun for fans. And the more. Oh, the, the fan, the, 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 fan, the biggest winner is the fans. Yeah. You know, and there's like no competition. Like everybody benefits, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Chella, Zombie Sailor. Yeah. It's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. 
you know. It, yeah, there's no, and that's like, like honestly, there is no, it's no competition with it. There, there's some people have are signed with one, some people are signed with another, and it is what it is. And then the fans get to mix them all, which is great. That's the coolest thing too, because yes. they're all retro means they're all in scale to each other, and they're all like for me, like to see Mean Gene, the thought of being able to have a little Mean Gene standing next to me. As like, I mean, you know, the, the, one of the greatest to ever hold the stick, you know, for yeah. wrestlers like, I, I, you know, and mean Gene, it's uh no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, me, you know, <laughs> it, 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 but re- all kidding aside, mean Gene Okerlin is, you can't do what I do and not be inspired by mean Gene in some way. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. His quick wit, his demeanor, his way of doing it. And of course I'm not mean gene and I, it would be ridiculous if I ever tried to be, but he's an inspiration, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's, it's awesome. A little long winded. Nah, like, yeah, like I said, hopefully that opens up a lot. I, I would love to get a gorilla monsoon. Yes. Retro, you know, please. If anybody's listening, I want a gorilla. Mon- so I love gorilla. Yeah. And uh, me and Miss Me were, you know, leaning up to uh, WrestleMania this year. We we go back and watch some old WrestleManias, and we watched 17, which was the homecoming of uh, Mean Gene and Bobby, Bobby Heenan, Heenan, which was yep. pretty cool. You know, Bobby uh, Heenan turns him and goes goes Tony. <laughs> Just I mean, obviously joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Vanessa says Bill Apter needs a figure. He um, does. He does. Honestly, I think and and and. He'll never, much like me, and he obviously deserves it more, uh, but much like me, he's not getting one in the WWE retro line. It's just not how they do it and, and what it is. But, uh, but Cella Toys. What? Yeah, yeah, but Cella Toys. Cella Toys or even Zombie Cell or something. That's what they're, that's With where a they're little, focused. little camera or a little mm-hmm. mic. Yeah. You know? The only question is, I don't know how thin they can make plastic for the comb over. <laughs> Because it needs to be textured, but I don't want it so thin that it just snaps right off. But um, yeah, He's got I, the little Mr. Softy fucking yep. swirl with that one hair. I can tell you, though, if they make a Bill, Bill, a Bill after, Bill. if they make a Bill after action figure, oh my God. hands down, day one, that is uh, being purchased by yours truly. Uh, and me. Yeah. Um, and honestly, you know what? We got to make that happen. I, I think I'm going to... I think... Uh, I'm going to call Bill when we get off of this and I'm just going to ask him if he'd be interested in, uh, dude, you, uh, you read that. Who said that? Vanessa, Vanessa. Yeah. You read her thing and I got goosebumps. Yeah. I'm going to see if Bill wants to maybe chat with, um, see know, if, uh, Chella and, uh, and zombie sailor, whatever, man, go, love- go get your, go get the best deal, Bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll introduce dude, you to both and just go, would, uh, if they would allow him, to have like a Bill after action figure with the old red shirt with the Pro Wrestling Illustrated. If they could work out a deal with Pro Wrestling Illustrated, oh, would let him wear amazing. that. Well, and that's Dude. a great question. What Dude. era Bill after? I want the fucking ringside Bill after with the red PWI. You want shirt. like seventies era, like no glasses. Oh, he wore that in the eighties. No, he wore that in the eighties too. Okay, um, but you're saying seventies and eighties, no glasses, Bill. Down at the uh, at ringside, but but I've seen them in both, so it's see to me, and it's all about who you're, you know, what you're exposed to at what point in time. To me, well, but, but that's where the repaints come in. That's you know? true. Um, you know? 
But and the nice thing is the comb over. I mean, there. Here's the thing, though: you can't do a repeat. You need a new head mold if you're doing current day Bill after, because <laughs> there is. I mean, it's just one string at this point. Um, yeah, it comes with a little karaoke machine. But yes, um, I would love it if you came, if you came with the cow belt. And if they don't want to go through all like the yes! tooling of of his actual cow belt, it needs to be the original uh, cardboard one that he that he has that he used to have. That was back in the day. Um, Fans are always looking for accessories. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the more Bill accessories, to, the better. Bill, need, Bill needs one. It, it's, I, first of all, listen, he's the George Napolitano of wrestling photographers. So yeah. it, it, without question. But no, Bill, Bill Apter needs one. I mean, think about it. You have Bill Apter so he can be presenting. You can have him come with a little plaque. Maybe it's that one where he's presenting. It doesn't have to say PWI on it. You know exactly, but he's There's presenting so the PWI awards to all these retros. Yeah. You know, because that's a lot of people forget. It would look, Bill it used would to look really TV good all the time. It would look really good in After's Alley. You know, yeah, I'm a. Uh, yeah, we gotta make this happen. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm no joke. I'm calling him when we get off. Uh, <laughs> when we stop recording this, because uh, I'm. I, I want to make sure he's okay with it. You know, I don't know yeah, why yeah. he wouldn't be, but I made him a figure back in the day. He's very humble. He's very humble. Yeah, no, he's so. he's awesome. When I was a kid, I made him an action figure of of him. And yeah. uh and he still has it. So um I Let's get uh, a real one. Let's get an official one, you yeah. know. I think it's time. Um I would love to see that happen for him. That would sell out instantly. I have no oh doubt yeah. in my mind that that yeah. would sell out instantly. Um, I know people in every company that would buy one. Yeah, I'm really curious. I would love to know. And you know what? If if we can have if we can set up this deal between him and Chella, and which I'm sure Chella Toys would be like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's do it. Uh, um, if we could sell this up, if we could set this up. What I would want to see Chella do is a poll on social media of which era Bill Apter with a bunch of pictures. Are we talking Apter's Alley Bill Apter, which is current? Era? Yeah. Are we yeah. talking uh, 90s Bill Apter, which is like kind of like those, he had the rounder glasses, still had dark hair, uh, but but comb over and full effect. Um, are we talking, you know, who? which era of Bill Apter are we talking? And it's funny, for me, I kind of want, and we got to have that repaint, because to me, I want the one that I grew up with, that I, yeah. the Bill Apter whose couch I sat on to watch WrestleMania 12 uh, yeah. on pay-per-view. And I want that. I want one. the one who bought me ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> I want the Bill Apter who I want the the one I did the podcast with. I want you know it, it's complete so, with so, pretzel pieces. It's got yeah. He's got to come with little bits of pretzels, an ice cream cone. Get a Bill Apter action figure that has the little string. You pull it and goes, and I'll see you at the matches. Well, he's got to have the point. Yeah, he's got to have the the. Yeah, the finger point. All right. I mean, look, I'm not saying that Chella owes us money for this idea that no. we deserve a cut, but I will say that I do want to put it on my resume as kind of like creative for uh, the Bill After Action figure because I'm pretty sure we just booked the territory here. And I will gladly buy it in a heartbeat. No, they don't have to. Day one. Day one. Yeah. The, the, I mean, look, I'll, first of all, the least I I'll can buy do, two. I'll buy two. One to keep in the box, one to let breathe. Oh, I need it. I need mint on card, and I need Bill to sign it. Yeah, and I need to then hang it on my wall right here. I'm not. Yeah. This is not. If pe people are watching right now or listening to a legitimate You're conversation two that me and I are, are having here, this is not like 
I kind of forgot we we're even doing this show. Me and I are getting super excited about this Bill After action Dude. figure, and I want it. We're two grown ass men being two big ass marks right yep. now. That's awesome. I, uh, I mean, and then the idea of being able to have a figure of mine standing next to the guy who is hands down responsible for why I'm even here. You know, he's the reason why I follow with wrestling. He was yep. he was my internet before the internet. Yeah. You know, all these people have like you know they get their news from certain websites now. I would make the pilgrimage every once a month to my local uh, magazine establishment. Yep. And buy these magazines. And he was, I mean, there's plenty of great people who worked for the magazines, but he was out at the shows. You see him at ringside. You know, he was the yep. representative. You know, James Sorensen's asking, can we get more Mind of the Meanie action figures? Um, I mean, it probably would have been a hope. good thing for us to try and negotiate a deal for this to be <laughs> under the mind of the meanie banner, but um, no, he's 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 beyond that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say stay tuned for more mind of the yeah. meanie action figures. I don't know. We we definitely have some stuff in the works. Uh, I don't know if it'll be action figures or whatever, but um, but we're working. I will say this: we have a great relationship with Cella Toys, and we and there have been talks of more things, mind of the meanie or not. You know, we're we're. We're constantly talking to them. That that, that company's growing, and uh, there's going to be a lot of good things coming from Cello Toys. Yep. Um, it seems to be about that time. Yeah. It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something. <laughs> All right, we've got some great ask meanie anything questions. Uh, we actually have a ton of them that came through. Good. Um, so I need to try and, and thumb through these and see, uh, use some, save some. Yep. Well, we're going to start with uh, the people who actually use the hashtag ask Meanie. How about that? Sure. Um, Michael McClanahan writes, do you think a character slash gimmick like the blue Meanie would work in the current wrestling landscape? Also, what wrestlers slash performers today do you think embody the traits and characteristics of the Blue Meanie? Thanks for all the great content. Hashtag Ask Meanie. Man, I'm sure, you know, there's, I'm sure you could, you know, especially when you got companies to, uh, you know, WWE, maybe not so much because I'm a little on the portly side, but, uh, yeah, they've got definitely. their. Uh, they've got some large guys there. Otis is exactly yeah. the smallest. Uh, yeah, but uh, as anybody who embodies uh, the blue mini cat, dude, I love Grado. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He does the the whole dance to coming out to Madonna's song, which you know me and Stevie and Nova used to come out to fun different songs. We you know. One show we would come out to, you know, girls just want to have fun and reenact the scene where I'd be Captain Lou and, you know, somebody would throw me in a hammerlock like they were Cindy Lauper and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, somebody out there today that, you know, I think embodies it, I, definitely Grado. I love Grado. Uh, Mark and Dryden writes, uh, he gave us a list here of the uh, most recent WWE releases. He said, uh, yeah. uh, how about thoughts from you two about any of them, uh, interactions and where they may end up? Thanks. Uh, I mean, just kind of quickly go down, down the list. Um, yeah. it looks like we, uh, Samoa Joe, that was right. a huge shock to me. That seemed like it was, it was, but it wasn't, 
Because, I mean, I mean... He just called WrestleMania. Like... Yeah, but, like, you know, the fact that... You know, yeah, I wish they would have kept him as an, a- an announcer, but uh, he's an announcer. I don't know why... It, you know, he's a great announcer, too. Yeah. But, you know, once you're in that role, you pretty much... Uh, I don't know if he's going to go wrestle somewhere else or maybe go be an announcer. I don't know what his health status is. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I don't, I don't but, know. I mean, he seems I, to me... I, I, I don't want to... I don't want to speculate. Yeah. I, look, I said on Twitter, I, I want him to go to AEW. I want to, I, I love AEW, but they're they're casting it. I just don't get it. I, I would love to see Miro, Jake Hagar, and Samoa Joe with Team Taz. Yeah, I agree. Be like Whole, a new, wholeheartedly, I agree. Like they could be a new varsity club, like back yep. in the day, and you could have the Shooter Club versus the Bullet Club. Yeah, I I. You know, they, 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 yeah, they, don't they, twist they, my arm on this. I, 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 I agree. Some completely. factions, some, some factions I don't get, you know, like when I think of factions, I think factions as a, a tag team, you know, beautiful Bobby and Stan Lane look like they, you know, they were, were a Hawk and where were ammo. They look like they belong together. You well, know? I mean, look, tag teams versus factions though. In fairness, but, there are differences, you know, a but. faction is a, a, a an impregnated tag team. You know, it just with more, uh, you know. Um, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce that shocked me. Like, yeah. I get, I get, if you looked at them of what they've been doing recently, you'd say, eh, they're not really being used." Well, nobody told you to break up the Iconics. They're right. awesome. Um, I could have seen them been sent back down to NXT. And as yeah. the iconics and and revitalize, you know, not revitalize, but but help the tag the women's tag teams. That's what NXT NXT's there for, you know. Yeah, like like Jr. says, uh, go over there, put on a fresh coat of paint. Yep, come on, yeah, yeah, or just whatever. I, I just I, I don't I, get that. Um, those two, I think they're incredibly talented, and wherever they end up, I want to see them together. To be honest, I think they both yeah. have the talent to be singles as well, but I want to see them. I mean, obviously, uh, Peyton Royce's husband um, works for AEW. You know, she's married to Sean Spears. And, oh, okay. I wasn't yeah. aware. Um, and so, you know, it's not like, you know, but it's not like they need that connection. I mean, they're, they're, they're top of their game, and they should be brought in. They're incredibly entertaining. Um, I would love to see them. We're uh, together somewhere. Mickey James going to be a, uh, she's an asset wherever she goes. Um, Absolutely. Legend. I feel like she could go anywhere, really. Uh, if yeah. she wants to keep wrestling, she can go anywhere. Um, any she place, she'd be, be lucky to have her as an agent. Yeah. What'd you say? She coach. Was? Coach. Yeah. You know, producer. Yep. You know, get in the ring and coach the younger talent and uh, get them TV ready. Obviously, her husband is Nick Aldis. So yes. your mind will first go to NWA, but at the same time, it doesn't mean, you know, they don't have to I go hope. where their spouse is. I can yeah. see an appeal to that for yeah. them personally, but uh, I could see her, someone like a Mickey James going in as a coach for AEW to work with the women. Yeah. Could be huge for their women's division. Yeah. That, uh, to me, again, uh, I know I've been, seems like I'm picking on impact, but uh, you know, Hey, impact's got, a dominant women's division. And that's something AEW needs could yeah. use a little help with is strength. Yeah, 
strengthen that women's division in AEW. And speaking of uh, Impact Women's Division, uh, Chelsea Green. They had the best. Wi- yeah. Chelsea Green released. She has upside potential. It's incredible. She suffered a bunch of different injuries that just kind of screwed her over. Um, yeah. But again, you know, her fiance being Matt Cardona, um, then the, you know, her being a, a very well known member of that little family of the major wrestling figure podcast community. Um, yep. You know, but Matt and Brian both being with Impact, um, I could and her having been being a former Knockouts champion, uh, yep. and and her biggest success being there in Impact, I could see that. I also could see her being anywhere else, um, because she's going to be, uh, uh, I mean, her going to AEW, she would fit into that women's division perfectly. For for as suck as much as it sucks to see folks get released, there's another bu- whole bunch of promotions who mm. are going to benefit from this, and, and, and the it, wrestlers themselves are going to benefit from this. And when I talk about people's spouses being there or something, and I, if I might be wrong here, but I'm almost positive that her and Matt Cardona met through um, Cody and Brandy, and so I'm not suggesting, oh, she could go to Impact because she's going to be married to a guy that works there or she could go to AEW because she's friends with Cody and Brandy. What I'm saying is she has but a then relationship with the intermingling between the two promotions, you know? Yeah. But then I also look at it and it's not saying, Oh, well she could get a job cause she's friends with them. It's like, no, because she's friends with them. She's on the radar. They know yeah. how beneficial she can be to their company. Um, yeah. So I, I, I see that for her. One of the ones I'm curious about is Tucker. From Otis yeah. and Tucker, you know, uh, shouldn't have split them up, especially because no. you have Tucker back in a tag team. Or, I'm sorry, you have Otis back in a tag team. Um, right. Doesn't make any sense. Um, uh, Jack Grace and Green used to tag with uh, Britt Baker on the indies. as fire and nice. Uh, <laughs> That's which cool. Is yeah. Awesome. So there again, you know, it, it's... Uh, I remember she was, you know, Chelsea was part of the, uh, of All In. You know, the precursor yeah. to AEW. Um, yeah. Which, but, which uh, essentially was a Ring of Honor show, but on a, on a down low. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I remember... Um, so, so Ring of Honor, pretty much, they were the production end. Right. Yeah. It, it was Matt. It was the Bucks and Cody. Yeah. But they hired... But Ring, Ring of, of Honor, Honor was... The, yeah. Yeah, they still fit the bill. I'm not yeah. saying that Ring of Honor... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying oh, this was a sham... Yeah. No, it was Cody in a box, putting up their own money, but they had a working relationship with Ring of Honor, so mm-hmm. why not work with the people you're familiar with? Yeah. Um, you know? yeah nothing wrong with that. Uh, no. But no, Tucker's the one that I would have to say I'm most curious of where he's going to end up. I, I, I've been tr- I'm, uh, thinking about this, and I would love to see Ring of Honor get an influx of talent because they seem like the most ignored wrestling promotion that's out there, and they have... Some of the best talent there. You There's know. also MLW. Yeah, look, yeah. we're on the MLW network. I love MLW. You know, um, uh, yeah. But I would love to see. Yeah, okay, MLW Ring of Honor. Let's get that. Let's see them get some influx yep. of. You know, love these to see names, like a, a Kalisto who was also released show up there. One of those places. Absolutely. Um, I, I think Kalisto would. You know, you know, the matches he could have there with a, uh, you know. Uh, Leo Rush and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and 
There's so much so there's so much fantasy booking out there that you yeah. could do. Uh, you know, we, it looks like it, also Wesley uh, uh, Wesley Blake and Bo Dallas were the other ones on the list there that I had. Uh, well, Wesley, I would love to see go wherever. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? His uh, so well, Steve Cutler, but he, he, yeah. he changed. I, I can't he, remember uh, what he, what he changed. Yeah, he, but. He, he's back to he. Before he was uh, Steve Cutler, he was uh, Steve Macklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Tommy Macklin, but now he's Steve Macklin. Okay. So I would love like to see a little those bit two. of the recognition. Yeah. I would love those two to, to reunite because I thought they were a great tag team. They I had a they little were... interaction on Twitter after the announcement uh, with the Paul Rudd meme. Yeah. Uh, it's, Look hey, at it's us. just yep. us. Yeah. 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 I would love fun. to see those Not two. I w- th- those two have a great chemistry mm-hmm. and they're, they're friends and the. What makes They're also the tactic. two out of the three uh, that weren't supposed to get released. Um, yeah. And the other yeah. one's on TV, so, you know, fuck and us, that, I guess. And the one who had the most heat in the locker room. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without, you know. But uh, yeah. I would love to see those two take their tag team somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see them, those two, go as a team somewhere. Because, you know, they, I mean, when they, they, they got, you know, brought over to SmackDown... And uh, they really had to fight for a lot of things to get on air and stuff yeah. like that. And I, I know, I know, there. I know what they're capable of. I'm, yep. I, and maybe I'm a little biased because I helped train Macklin. Uh, but I know, you know, and no, WWE. I, you know, I would like them the to the see way. them in AEW because I think the AEW tag division. Yeah. Um, I would love but, to uh, see some new blood in there and. But while People we're talking work, about, yeah. yeah. But while we're talking about significant, significant others, uh, Macklin is with Deanna Prazo. They're engaged. They just mm-hmm. bought a house together, and uh, that's an option. I'm not yeah. saying I have any inside knowledge because I don't. But again, and when we say again, it's I, not I like don't, oh, he's I'll go. Hey man, where are you going? You yeah, know? he's going to get a job there because his fiance. You know, again, what we're saying is, if I'm. If I'm the, the the head of impact and I'm looking over at him and saying, like, man, I'd like to I'd like to talk to him, see where his head's at or anything, well, who am I gonna go to? I'm gonna go to his fiance that works there. I'm gonna say, Hey, yeah. uh, I wanna give him a call. You think he'd be open to that? Like, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's like that she's gonna be like, Hey, do you think he can get him a job? The, oh. you know, and I think too often people there's like that implication. But what happens is it's like what like I said with like Chelsea Green, like, you know, there's no Tony Khan's not racking his brain going, how am I going to get her number? Can I send her a DM? Can I do whatever? He's going to go, hey, Cody, um, I, I, I'd really love for her to come down to one of the shows. I'd like to talk to her. I'd like to kind of feel yeah. out, you know, whether or not she'd be interested. And that's what I mean when I say that there's those relationships there and those interactions. But the yeah, last one I want to... Um, I'm sorry. Important. There was one other one. Uh, uh, Mojo Raleigh was announced. He's not on the list. Uh, I was a shocker too. Uh, well, I guess they're not doing it. They're done in Tampa, so they don't have any yeah. reason to have Gronk. So without Gronk, why do you need <laughs> Mojo Raleigh? Um, uh, from my understanding, he's a, he's a great guy, great talent. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I, I, Again, like a lot of them I, can kind I, of write their own ticket. You know of I, where they're going. I'm go. interested to see where Tucker goes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he should. I want to see him like do like a Bruiser Brody type gimmick. He's got the look. Yeah. You know? 
He's a he's a great talent. I mean, everybody at, who got released is yeah. really super talented, and they're and, they're going to prosper. You don't know where they're going to go, uh, character right. wise either. And you know, I, I think about which, of course, was cut way too short. And uh, yeah, you know, looking at, at at Brody Lee. Yeah, I mean him, yeah. but if you look for forgetting the tragic end of all of this, um, you know, Luke Harper was such a beloved character. And, and Brody being, yeah. Lee yeah. was just the antithesis of Luke Harper yeah. from a character yeah. standpoint. So you don't know what, you know, and again, obviously that just, you know, we could go on for hours about what a freaking tragedy and how awful that yeah. was. Um, yes. But, I mean, it shows you you don't know just because, you know, you look at like Tucker, what he was doing before, like you're saying to Bruce or Brody, who knows what he could do. And he could end up with, you know, Brody Lee would have had the greatest success of his career with the character that he had in AEW. And, yeah. you know, it, it's so it's interesting to see what will happen. And then one, the the last one here, Bo Dallas, you tweeted out um, yeah. how it's like, a, 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 I mean, I'm just picturing uh, uh, the late, great Roland Alexander with the tear in his eye about how it's a, tra- <laughs> a travesty, you know, yeah. but like it, it, the fact that that, that they never put him with the Wyatt family. When they couldn't figure yeah. out what else to do, he would have excelled in that. Yeah. I mean, they they te- they teased the thing when he was with the uh was it the B team or whatever uh-huh. it was, and they did the parody and they did a parody of the Wyatt's and he did a parody of his brother and did his brother's voice. And I was like, Yeah, brother, that yeah, is there's, money. there's money here. Yep. There's money um, to be made. It could be a, it could have been I'm going to say this, but, but it could have been a, a, a Kane Undertaker part two, like Brothers yeah. of Destruction, but in a yeah. different way. They're, yeah. they're more more of a mind games type thing. I, you know? I just think, um, you know, I'm, I'm reading in the article uh, where it says he hasn't wrestled since Crown Jewel in October of 2019. Uh, yeah. And there'd been no explanation for his absence, uh, but it was recently reported that he was preparing for life after wrestling by getting into real estate. Uh, and living on the farm he shares with Liv Morgan, um, which I did not know he shared a farm with Liv Morgan, but uh, yeah. good on him. Um, hey, real estate's a good business again, to, especially down there, man. That, yeah, that's that's what I've been told. Um, but uh, not the the. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he's mortgages. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's okay. I forgive you. It's all Greeks to me. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, no, I just, you know, so maybe that's it. Maybe he's just like, yeah, yeah. Did the, uh, did the wrestling thing. I'm good. Smart. Smart. But I remember his character from NXT before he got called up to the main roster. And I look at that and that to me, I say impact or, uh, ring of honor or AEW where I look and I go, let him go wrestle, you know? Yeah. Let him go be who he is. Let him go be the third generation star that he can be. You know, it's it's forgotten a lot of the time that he has a blackjack for a grandfather. He's got uh, yeah. a Barry Windham for an uncle, and he's got IRS for a father. Like, yeah, this dude, like, he, he doesn't have to be the Bo Leave guy, you know. But then at the same huh. time, even out of the B team character. Uh, Curtis Axel was released last year. Yeah. And we haven't seen 
or heard from him at all. So, you know, you never know what, what people want or what their choices are or maybe, you know, but I don't know if maybe there's an opportunity for them as a team, but not as a comedy act. But right. as two third-generation stars, I mean, think right. about the promos that could come out of the fact that they were used as jokes in the WWE, and you show up another promotion, the two of them together, they are two thoroughbred third-generation stars. You know, that's not a work. That's something that's real. And I would love to see, you know, I would love to see something happen with them. So, yeah, I mean, we spent Same. an entire segment on the... Uh, on that one, ask me any question, but, but it's, uh, it's interesting. It's great. It's great. We we spent uh, almost as long as we spent booking uh, Bill After's action figure. And if I can, uh, dude, dude, the 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 one thing that bothers me more than you know the fact that people were released is people like how come it's oh my god they did it a year to the day of Black Wednesday, which was last year's releases, folks. This is like. Uh, something that happens every year after WrestleMania. It's the post-WrestleMania cuts. Yeah. I remember when I was in WWE and Gangrel turned to me and goes, man, you know, I'm, I'm worried about those post-WrestleMania cuts. You know, it's, it's something as old as WrestleMania. You know, they, yep. they cut people after WrestleMania to bring in new talent. It's a fresh, right. you know, they say there's no seasons, you know, no off-season, and there is no off-season, but they do have a refresh, and that's WrestleMania. Yeah, it sucks they fired, you know, these wrestlers, but then they just hired Taya Valkyrie, you know? Right. And that's... You know, they're, a, and they're, look, they're bringing... Yeah. And look at the people who are back, though. You know, Ty, you talk Taya Valkyrie, her husband, you know, uh, John Morrison. Yep. You you look at him, look at a Shelton Benjamin. How long yep. were those guys gone from the right. company? So a, it's not yeah. always the end of the world when someone's released doesn't mean they won't be back. doesn't mean they won't find greater success and never come back. You know, right. it, it's, so this can be a really good thing. You never, you never want to see someone lose a job. But to me, I look at guys, I mean, Drew McIntyre is your poster boy for getting released and working your way back and becoming yep. the, the best. Bobby Lashley can, yeah. went to impact for how long? And right. now he's back and he's world champion. It, it's, it's, it's not a death sentence on their career if they don't want it to be, you right. know? And so it's exciting. You can to see always go back. You um, can always go back. John at Embro one meanie. I got to know Abbott and Costello. Yes or no. If so, what's your favorite movie? Uh, Oh, absolutely. Abbott and Costello are awesome. Uh, can I name a movie? I don't think I can name a movie just because as a, as a kid growing up, they were always on TV and repeats and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I always saw like whatever it was, a half hour, hour episodes or whatever. But oh my God, absolutely. Abbott Costello. Yeah. You want to I talk to Costello with someone for a couple hours? Talk to Bill Apter. Yeah. Who's on first was like, is their staple go to? Yeah. I can't say a movie, but I can say who's yeah. on first is that it, there's nothing, yeah, nothing that beats I that. Mean, the, I mean, Costello meet the mummy or something like that. They they did a, a whole bunch of different great stuff, and they're very influential. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're right up there with the Three Stooges. You know, yeah. you ever been to the three? There's there's the Three Stooges Museum. Uh, no. somewhere in in around us in PA. They're from South Philly. Yeah, but there there's something. There's like a uh, there's a museum. Like basically, yeah. it's like a guy created this museum, and he like runs it out of his house and. Um, 
Never been. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah my wife's been before. And she's like, yeah, you should go check that out. So, um, cool. Chris at Chris WD2009. What were some of the worst experiences Josh and the Blue Meanie have had as wrestling promoters? I thought that was a cool question because we've been asked what experiences we've had with promoters, but as yeah. promoters, um, you want to take this first? Uh, just uh, having the, your vision and not even getting a chance to obtain that vision because so many different factors, whether it's the airlines going, nope, that flight ain't taking off, or uh, you pitch an idea to somebody and they don't want to do it. And and another thing about being a promoter is, you know, you have to, you know, you come to the, you know, everybody wants to be booked. You can't book everybody. And you become the asshole. Oh, Meanie hates me, or Meanie's an asshole, he won't book me. Dude, there's only so many spots on the card, and I can't have these marathon shows, you know, and I got a budget. Yep. So somebody's got to get paid. Somebody's got to book. Somebody, I got to book somebody. I got to pay somebody. If I book more people, that's less money to pay people with. So there's that aspect. And it's just when, when 3PW shut down, uh, I was kind of relieved yeah. <laughs> because it, there was so much. Again, as fun as it was and the great atmosphere in those shows, it brought some of the biggest anxiety in my life to where it's like, oh my God. You know, just please, God, take me. <laughs> you know, just this stress, um, you know, and, and watching that stress play out in public opinion. And so, like, ugh. For me, I would say two things. One, and this is top, top of the list, no shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, no shows or last-minute cancellations, but even more than last-minute cancellations, it's the no shows. Um, yeah. We had yep. a lot of that. There were, you know, guys... Uh, I remember specifically Devin Moore. Uh, do you know Devin? Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin yep. Moore, no-showed. Um, and he had worked with us for years, and then at one point yeah. just no-showed. Uh, a guy named Justin Cage um, worked with us for years, and then at one point just no-showed. Um, right. and, and, and to me, I just, you know, we paid them every time they were there and, yeah. you know, always took care of them. Uh no showing is not, there's no excuse for it. No. Especially nowadays, shoot a text, a tweet, a phone call, a, a email, a message, like whatever it is. If you can't, because no, that's the thing. Canceling is one thing. But when you're there and it's day of and you can't get a hold of them and you're thinking, right. okay, well, what you're am I doing? Are booking? And I remember... We did a show. We were doing uh, internet TV at the time. This is back in 2007. We're doing an internet. Yeah. We had an internet show. And we were doing a three-episode taping. And we had those two no-showed no, uh, no and a, maybe one or two other people. Yeah. Um, no, one, one or two other people cancel, like, like, let us know in advance, but backed out to the point where we had to kind of rewrite things. Well, we ended up doing three weeks of pretty much, you know, what they do in WWE now, where it's the same match again and again and again. And I remember this one fan who had been like a super fan of ours from the very beginning. And then she had started training, I guess, or whatever. And she's like, she's like, yeah, this was really bad. Like you guys can't put on the same matches again and again. Like we don't want to see that. 
Right. I remember saying to her, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I appreciate that. But let me explain this to you. We didn't have a single repeat match booked. Uh, and then this one no-showed, and that one no-showed, and that one canceled, and that one canceled. And when you're left with a roster of however many people, and you have to put on three shows, guess what? You're going to have repeat matches, or you're going to have, you know, because you have your heels and your baby faces, you can only do so much. And yeah. so that was the worst thing. The other thing was that feeling when the when very few people showed up. When you'd promote and promote and promote, and just didn't work and yeah, you got it, and you're waiting by the curtain and you're looking and not a lot of seats are getting filled and you're you know and that happens and i've experienced i'm sure you know i don't know if your experience with that meanie but i mean i experienced shows where we were like do you hear that and we're like oh my god is that our audience and we look out and it's like packed and we're like what happened how did this happen this is incredible yeah and i've also had you know the next month where you're, it's crickets and you're like, what happened? Where these people had a blast last month. What, you know, and it's, yeah, that, those were the worst parts. There was a, you know, a couple years in a row, we had shows booked that were, we're going head to head with the Eagles playoff game. And you're like, motherfucker. Yep. And then, uh, you know, there's the time when XBW leased out the ECW arena, which everyone, Eventually, they never paid their fucking rent, so they had to get kicked out. But in the meantime, every promotion that was running the arena had to find a new venue. Yep. And uh, we ran our first post-ECW arena show at the Electric Factory in Philly, which is, like, one of the best concert venues in Philly. And uh, our first show, we had over a 1,000 people. Mm. Places, you know, people were hanging out, and it was a great time. And then, like, the show slowly the shows start dwindling and dwindling yeah. and dwindling. it's like, ugh. and then we went back to the arena and we were fine again. But you know, yeah. there's, there, there's something weird about running a show in downtown Philly where you got to pay for parking and stuff like that. Where the arena, gonna, you just find street parking, you know? Yeah. It can make it challenging. Um, there's so many different factors that I don't miss. Yeah. Uh, ringside rant Jones. Um, <laughs> Our good buddy over there, uh, Ringside Rant, wants to know, if you were to come back for one more match, who would it be against and why? I'm assuming he's asking you. Yeah, like I said, I want to work with Orange Cassidy, so, you know. Uh, and I got I got matches coming up in Alaska, which I think might be doing one match with Matt Cardona. We shall see. I don't oh, know for sure. Awesome. Uh, B, well, it's going to be BWO all around the loop in Alaska. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be our, our farewell as to BWO because Nova's, you know, he's got a very successful life outside of wrestling as well. So I don't know if this is going to be his last series of matches. But uh, for me, uh, you know, definitely uh, Orange Cassidy, you know. Uh, if it were me, if anyone cares, um, it would be either a tag match with the Blue Meanie uh, a one-on-one -on -one match with the Blue Meanie, just because I'd like to do that, or if I really was feeling crazy and I don't have the energy to do this, it would be a match uh, with Rich Swan, just because of the fact that he was my last match, as I tell everybody uh, who yeah. will listen. Um, <laughs> if I was able to come back and have one more match with the same guy 
who has since gone from his first match to now being a world champion and impact and like, you know, all the success he's had, all of the people he's gotten to work. The only reason I'd be nervous about it is because I don't think I could after that, that many years off and never, I'm, I mean, I'm not anywhere in the experience level that he is now. And it's funny to think about this guy that I led through a match and had to like remind of things and call spots multiple times in the match. And like, cause it was his first match and now, Oh my God, he would be carrying my ass. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, but it would be, the I cable can't has turned. Yeah. I can't speak to the, uh, uh, to the quality of it, but it would be fun to kind of do, but no, but for yeah. me, I would want to do a, I'd want to do a tag match with the blue meanie. It'd be fun. Hit my three cool. moves and call it a day. Uh, it's two more than me. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, James Sorensen asks, uh, what do you think of the WWE collection boxes that they put out? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. Um, so put that, if you can be more specific. Uh, and while you're doing that, um, uh, Jonathan Chambers writes, What's some of the weirdest merch you guys have seen? I don't know. Uh, There's been, I mean, back in the 90s, like, they'd put out anything. I remember in, in Beyond the Mat, they showed yeah. that that thing, of the uh, Austin with the eyes. It's like a wall hanging of a plastic stone cold whose eyes yeah. follow you. The fuck wants that? Like, what is that? Uh, I remember watching Beyond the Mat when it first came out in theaters and going like, who buy like like they're like pitching it to Vince McMahon? They're like, and we've got this cool thing. And I'm thinking to myself, what the f- like, what is this? Um, yeah. James Sorensen clarified by saying the ones they do for superstars. Well, I I, I still have no idea what you're talking about, James. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Work on the, that. The WWE uh, collection boxes that they do for superstars. I don't. I mean, are you talking about like their belts and stuff? Like where they do like the custom, like, cause I know Mick Foley just showed there's going to be like a mankind. uh, Which I thought was pretty cool. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, The brown leather. uh, This one, uh, uh, Russell Taysom asks, what's the meaning of life? Uh, Which I just thought was fun. Um, Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Any day uh, I get, I open up my eyes and put my feet on the floor. It's yep. a good meanie of life. Uh, and last, uh, last question here. Um, make it count. Yeah, I'm trying to make it count. Um, let's see. Uh, here, Saki the sock puppet. What do wrestlers <laughs> think of puppets like me, and why? That's. That's not going to be the question. Um, 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 here's a great one. Patrick in Florida. Yes. Can you please unblock me? I'm sorry I poked fun at the Eagles fans that celebrated the Super Bowl victory by eating police horse manure. I promise to never do it again. Thank you, Meanie, for your consideration. I don't even remember that. I, I think he's just joking, <laughs> but uh, it just cracked me up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to save some of these other ones because they're, but I will say uh, Tom Campbell at uh, uh, Coltaholic um, asked, 
What three wrestling matches would you watch if you were stranded on a desert island? And would this be something you'd be up for answering on Cultaholic when time allows? Well, Cultaholic, if the, for those of you who uh, don't know, it's daily news and features from the world of professional wrestling. Uh, they're very uh, successful, very well known. Yes. Yeah. And Meany would probably love to be on their show. Um, and and talk. So how about one of the three matches and the other two, maybe you can go do an appearance on a Cultaholic. Oh, uh, Bobby Eaton versus Arn Anderson from Super Brawl where Bobby wins the TV belt. It's probably one of my favorite matches all time. Sweet. That you ask me tomorrow, it might be something different, but that's definitely one of my, a match I've worn out like on VHS where to, you know, the tape breaks. (laughs) Well, tune in to uh, Cultaholic. Yeah, we'll figure something if, out. My uh, my schedule's so screwed up right now. It's just... Okay. I, 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 I try not to complain, but it's just like, it's, it's goofy. So the... Uh, so Sorensen sent over on Instagram, sent this thing. So this is... I did see this Edge Limited Edition Collector's Box. Uh, oh, here's okay. like an example. Um, huh. So it's got... It's got a, a Edge T-shirt and a little uh, micro brawler ripoff, and Edge sunglasses, and like a yeah. little looks like a belt buckle that looks like the Spinner Rated R belt, and it's got Edge's old Rated R uh, beanie. Um, so it's a basically poster. a wrestle crate. Pretty much, it's yeah. There you go. It's re- yeah. Um, it's a wrestle crate. Here's my feeling on it. Uh, depends on what's in it and if it's cool. Yeah. That's my, you know, it looks like crap. Then I don't really care about it. But somewhere around here, I, I'm sorry. Uh, somewhere around here, I have a pair of Edge's sunglasses. I got uh, his actual sunglasses. Yeah, I just he just reminded me because he he had a deal going on with this company. I forget what they're called. They're called Flies or something like that. Flies. The glass comp, glasses company was called Flies. Oh, back in the day, the ones where he had the the weird. I mean, yeah. I know Christian had the ones that went over the head, but yeah, but one... Edge had the ones that they sent him. Like yep. the company sponsored them, and they just gave him, "Hey, wear these to the ring." Oh, and he's like, awesome. he just looked at me and went, "Hey, here." And I caught it, and I was like, "Oh, all right." Wow, that's pretty awesome. You'll have to wear that yeah, next they're... week. I have to find them. Yeah. Them. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for those. Um, some great questions. Absolutely, that was a lot of fun. Um, Absolutely, it's a good show. Time. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I don't have a name for this show. Um, Uh, We'll we'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, Uh, As usual, we'll uh, ask the the pod squad. Yeah, uh, pod squad. uh, uh, Plastic comb over? What are we going for? (laughs) What's the... uh... Uh, Let's say, uh, you know, because we always never remember what we talked about. No, I don't know. Well, I think for this one, it's nice. We went into... uh, Went into great detail um, about the um, uh, releases, yeah, and uh, and our dream action figure, yeah. Uh, so we can talk about that a little bit. But uh, hey, thank you everybody so much uh, for tuning in here. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is always fun for us. I can't believe it's episode fifty six. Seems like we just did episode fifty. <laughs> Uh, so we're we're just a good football Jersey. Yeah. (laughs) We're, uh, we're rocking and rolling here. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep going. Hope no one has a problem with that. No. Um, yeah. 
But uh, hey, uh, do us a favor and follow us on social media. If you would, at Mind of the Meanie across all platforms, that's Facebook, that's Instagram, that's Twitter. Um, if you would be so kind, we'd really love for you to uh, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Just give us a little like, hit subscribe, and ding that little bell uh, so that you'll know when you get some great new things like the... Uh, the interview that we did with Giovanni Hamilton, uh, Mrs. Me yeah. Run-Ins, uh, talking yep. with friends. So uh-huh. check it all out. These are these are all the things, and who knows? Maybe even a uh, a Mini Tunes could pop up again one day. <laughs> one day, maybe I don't know. Um, if this time frees up, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, follow us as individuals too. Um, he is at Blue Mini BWO. I'm at So Says Chernoff. Um, check out, out our merch at uh, personallytees.com slash mindofthemeanie personallytees.com slash bluemeanie personallytees.com slash so says Chernoff and of course we're on Cameo uh, cameo.com slash bluemeaniebwo cameo.com slash so says Chernoff um, you can go if, if, if you're still wanting to know more about uh, Wrestlemania check out the meanie mania available in the archives on fight uh, and on our Facebook, facebook.com slash Mind of the Meanie, and our YouTube, youtube.com slash Mind of the Meanie, because it was a simulcast. So check those nights out. Those were a blast. Uh, Meanie, any other other things we want to cover here? Uh, oh, yeah, go to cellotoys.net if you're outside the U.S. <laughs> and pick up our action figures, or go to mindofthemeanie.com if you're inside the U.S. and pick up our action figures, or anywhere in the world you can go to mindofthemeanie.com if you would like our signed concept art. You can purchase that as well. Um, anything else you want to say as always thank you for each and every one of you for tuning in and listening to us and watching us on the Patreon and all the love and support you guys show us because we are nothing with that well this has been a blast as always uh, tune in next Monday and every Monday for another trip the mind of the world order. The world of MLW Radio never stops.